You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Baseball is here at last, and the excitement continues all season long at DraftKings.com, the official daily fantasy partner of Major League Baseball. Daily fantasy means no season-long commitments. Why wait until the end of the season to claim victory when you can win huge cash every day? Just pick two pitchers and eight position players, stand to the salary cap, and you could be on your way to an enormous payday. Last year, Peter from Colorado won a million bucks at DraftKings in one day just playing fantasy baseball. Hundreds of thousands of fantasy sports fans have already cashed in at DraftKings. Now it's your turn. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and enter code Kelly to play for free. You could win part of the $300 million in prizes being awarded this season. Enter Kelly for free entry at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Welcome to the funniest podcast on the planet Earth. This is going to be a clusterfuck. This podcast has no rules. Talking to the mic, asshole. I'm sure I've already said, should I regret Can I get a microphone? No! What the fuck? I always try to keep it like a comic hang. I have a bunch of guys on. It's just us sitting down and yapping. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's intent. No topics. No directions. I love doing it. Don't play both sides of the coin. That's how the host does, you motherfucker. Do you think my podcast is popular enough where I might affect somebody's life? You never know. It's Robert Kelly's You Know What Do podcast on Riotcast.com. Should we just let it sit there silent for a little bit? <laughs> people people skip through that anyway, and everyone just goes, uh, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Hey guys, welcome to Riotcast Studios. My name is Albert Charles Kreischer III, a.k.a. Burt Kreischer, a.k.a. other things. And I am above uh, the Comedy Cellar, and I am guest hosting, you know what, dude? I uh, talked to Bobby yesterday, and I put Bobby on the phone with a guy he hadn't spoken to in 13 years. I'm not quite honest. I'm not sure he wanted to speak to him. But I put him on the phone anyway. I merged calls. That's an aggressive. That's like a molestation of fucking privacy. Just clink. And he was like, ah, hey, Eddie, how you doing? It's good to hear you from you. Um, I'm here with uh, a bunch of comics. I'm horrible with names, so I will let... Chris. The guy, Chris. Yeah. Chris, I'll let <laughs> a uh, muscly guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not really that important. So, uh, Chris Copo. Here you go. To my right, we have The Truth is Back. Joe List, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's been, been a long time. Yeah, it's been on a while. A lot of changed, and I, I hate everything that's happened. There's new music. Positive, Bobby's not here. <laughs> Dave that's is here. Joe. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm not, I'm not okay with it either. Yeah. <laughs> The, the cameras, it's very camera-y now. This is like an actual TV show. I didn't get asked if I wanted coffee. I don't like uh, Joe's fucking green smoothie attitude that he's got. Yeah, casting, a lot of uh, kale and pineapple and uh, aloe. And they always give me a deal down here because I'm one aloe. of four customers. Aloe is the weird one. You can eat aloe. Did you know that? Yeah. 
Do you, I thought it's that was like for your really skin. Good for, it's supposed to be really good for your stomach if you have it with a pulp. It does the same thing it does for your healing on your skin when you get sunburned for an, a sour stomach. Well, they say anything you put in your skin is like it's essentially congesting or subjusting. Ob- yeah, what's that that's word? How, what's his uh, name? You see, have acid and he puts, you put it in his headband. Who? Jimi Hendrix. Oh, wow. Yeah. I yeah. think you guys are all a bunch of fags. I'll be over here with my acne and diarrhea <laughs> drinking coffee like a man. <laughs> Anyways, oh that was my intro. That ray of sunshine is Dave Smith, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Comic Dave Smith. And we have another... Great guest, Jared hey. Logan, everybody. Hi, and I'm drinking lanolin. <laughs> ginkgo biloba. <laughs> Some ginkgo biloba here. If you try, if you try putting uh, uh, buttermilk on your face, it makes you look younger. Not that any of you fucking guys need it, but at my age, well, how old are you guys? I'm uh, 32. Oh, fucking 32. 33. I was having kids at 32. 28. Mm. 28. I'm I... 35. So, Jesus Christ. How old are you, Bert? 42. I moved to the city when I was good for forty two. I moved to the city when I was twenty five years old, thinking I'd be fucking famous within a week. I literally was like, "This is gonna happen pretty fucking quick." And then at twenty six, I started doing stand up. <laughs> dude, doesn't everyone like? I think everyone when you start comedy, you do just have this like track that's so much faster than what actually. I mean, I guess for some people it works out great, but like we're like, okay, so by four years I'll be like a national headliner. Six years, you know, I'll do my special. I have like, my own the, TV show. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like uh, oh, it's it's the same thing I do to what Tiger Woods did with Jack Nicholas. Like I had a I I will judge my career based on people who like a timeline, this like non-existent timeline of where everyone else was right. and where they got at certain times. Did you go out to like Eddie Murphy? No, 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 no. You got to you got to do like Judah Friedlander. Like this was my group. It was Judah, Jim, Bobby, um, Dane Cook. Like those are the guys I looked at, and I was like, okay, if I can get into that into that pacing of of, of like. I, one, it, was like, it was like a sliding scale. Like you could get like a fucking Snickers commercial like Judah, and then you'd be like, okay, I'm good, 125000 So that was the way I looked at it when wow. I started. But then I fucking leapfrogged everyone. Yeah, now, <laughs> now you're at the top of the entertainment pyramid. Yeah, I mean, I'm the fucking, I'm the, I'm the wolf. <laughs> I was the opposite of that, which is that, like, um, I was so probably so afraid that I won't succeed. Still am. That like, I'm like, uh, I'm like. Fuck it, man. I don't even want to do any of that shit. Be famous. It's garbage. All it is is being fake I say phony. That, I say that about film. People go, do you want to get in film? I'm like, I don't even fucking want to do that, dude. Yeah. I'm happy in television. <laughs> yeah. My career is turning down a series of opportunities nobody is offering. Now, oh, yeah. Before they offer, offer <laughs> yeah. them. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not into that. I'm not into the hosting of that. That would be stupid. So it's just like, oh, hey, Jared, have you met Steve from HBO? Like, no, thank you, Steve. <laughs> well, I'm no, not doing it, man. Yeah. It starts with SNL. We all turned down. On SNL in our head. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not a character guy. I don't do impressions. It's I would like be it's good. Hack. I don't want to get on that show. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, what am I going to be? Daryl Hammond? No yeah. thanks. Yeah. No silly costumes, man. I tell the <laughs> truth up there, man. <laughs> I love. It's a great. It's an amazing thing how how like comedians at like a like an open micer level, like the bo- the lowest lowest level of comedy. W- I'm sure lots of people are narcissistic, but they will so just just discount. You know, it'll just be like, "Oh, did you see who Lauren Michaels like picked? What an idiot!" And you're like, yeah. "Yeah, he probably doesn't know what he's doing. He's only yeah. been running the most successful show." Ever. You know, like I remember when Dane was huge. That was a guy that like comics loved to hate for what I always thought he was really funny, but like comics yeah. loved to kind of hate on oh, Dane yeah. Cook. And it's like these open mics be like, "Ugh, did you see Vicious Circle? It sucks." And you're like, are, are you not even a little bit impressed that he performed in the round? Yeah. Like, just as a comedian, you don't think that's kind of sold out? Amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> there was a comic. Uh, I wish I could remember his name. I, I sometimes I'll tour with. Hey, will you turn my headsets down? I think Bobby's fucking yeah. deaf. Jesus Christ. Damn. 
dude. Yeah. Can't hear me, dude. Um, there was a comic. I tra- sometimes I'll travel with this guy, Matt Fultron, uh, and we go and do this. It's a LA, great name. The, he's the Full Charge. He's fucking hilarious. Full Charge. That's, That's what great. he calls himself, and it, it, uh, he's great. He toured with Tosh for a long time, and uh, and so we go to Tampa one weekend, and this comic. I wish I could remember the guy's name so I could shit on him, but uh, apparently, like he had gotten, he was an open micer, and he had gotten drunk and said something mean to me like said like oh that's the way you do it you know whatever about my act and i was like whatever dude so then he comes back the next time and he's already got beef with me and he's like sitting at the bar and matt's like hey and he's like oh, i'm a comic and Matt's like oh you're gonna do a set and he's like no bert and i have like a thing we hate each other and i was like i don't even know who the fucking guy was i don't remember it but now that he said it i was like oh shit so all i wanted to do was make it uncomfortable and get in social situations where i was close to the guy and bringing him in tight so that he got to the place where he was like oh i guess we're good and then going i fucking remember you and i fuck that but it's, it's guys get in their heads about it and they'd want to have beef i think especially over yeah, micers yeah. yeah, yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're sitting around going like that guy doesn't like me, eventually he's gonna not like you. Okay, yeah. and that's just how it's gonna happen. Who do you guys hate? Uh, <laughs> let's go around the room. So many people. Uh, I'm not a big go scopo. ahead, Joe. I'm not a big scopo guy. That's me, by the way. No, I do. I've never heard of him, but uh, was, I'm not a big fan of my dad. He left when I was pretty young. See, I always so. liked his stuff. I like his early comedy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> After he left, he got shitty. But, uh, early on, the hitting, that was yeah. great. <laughs> I'm only assuming. Oh, fuck. Well, that All got right. weird. Yeah. Uh, well, that was it, guys. Well, I, mean, I, hope you guys I don't, don't want to say who I hate. No, I don't hate anybody. I like all of you. Okay, let's, let's, try, let's put it this way. Let's, let's, try to, let's try to back into this. Okay. Who would you like to see have a really bad set? Any comic who uh, this is my thing, and I'm any comic who go, throws other comics under the bus. That's <laughs> the only comics I genuinely root against are like the P- the PC cop comics oh. who will go out and like write an article about how offended they were by by some other comedian's joke, or will oh. go and call call other comedians like racist or offensive or sexist for. Like, if you're in this world, you've crossed the line. I promise you. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, those uh, those guys are the last nice. person I I probably shit on publicly. Like, but this is before I. I mean, I, I had a run when podcasting started. I don't even. I, this uh, sounds arrogant, but were you guys doing stand up when podcasting started? Like, probably like five sure, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And no. so, but uh, when we'd all all the comics would go on podcasts and just shit on other comics, not realizing people would hear it and would get back to them. And yeah. what's interesting is that now that podcasts have blown up, people will go back and find your archive thing. So now that's like on the record. Like, oh, even yes. if people weren't listening at the time, you know what I mean? Like now they'll go back and it's like all that shit. Terrifying. Yeah. There's been so many N words in this room. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even count. Not for me, but uh... like, we'll name him <laughs> Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be it. Yeah. <laughs> we, me and Ari Shafir, this is a long, this is a long time ago, and this is all past. So don't try to rekindle this beef, anybody. But me and Ari Shafir uh, are driving out to do Rogan's podcast one night, and this thing comes out that T.J. Miller was live tweeting about Dane Cook's set. Do you guys remember this? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And yeah. Ari and I just got fucking up in arms. We were, you know, we're in a fucking car together, two grown men, yeah. and we're just fucking heated. And then it just spills into the room, and the podcast starts, and me and Ari just say what a bullshit move it was. And I'd, I, that was it. And then I hear on Pete Holmes's podcast, who I like, I hear TJ walking me through how he found out we were shitting on him, and we were both friends with TJ. We just thought we didn't like what he was doing. I don't, I don't like, I don't like that. I never liked that. I don't. 
comics shouldn't shit on other comics that way and and critique the process that is difficult to do. And so, uh, but I heard the way I, he was like, "Here I am in a fucking hotel room," and I had an instance like that where someone shit on me. But I was getting on a flight to South. I was out of leaving South Africa, heading on a fucking thirty-three hour flight home, and I heard it first podcast to take off I heard this girl Jen Kirkman shit on me and I was like fucking like, turn this plane around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no internet over Africa I'm just like fucking steaming like motherfucker but yeah talking shit on podcasts about comics but wait I mean, TJ was just mad cause like Dane like bunched, bumped a bunch of people that night right I don't know yeah, I think yeah, for like a long for like a long set right I that's the norm with Dane I mean I think that's yeah, but that much sucks. I don't know Dane Cook, but that sucks that you show yeah, but, up to a club and then you bump people and you don't do ten, you don't do twenty, yeah. you do forty minutes. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Dane Cook Five for hours. doing that. Oh, Jared that Logan, sucks. right here, everybody. Does, it not, does that not suck? Yeah, does it does. Suck? But didn't Dane just get like kicked out of the a fucking club or something? He just got banned for, for the that? Laugh Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm saying like what? these things, they yeah, do kind of like come around. Know this? No, Dane got banned for life at the Laugh Factory. I don't know about life, but no, say like, keep it at life. Let's make this fucking just keep adding stuff. Dane Cook got punched and Dane, then banned. He's Dane is pro life. <laughs> what happened? Is I think this, he just kept is doing. Afraid to talk about it. Report. No, look. What this I good I, reporting? We're gonna be like. I heard that my friend yeah. said this is like, his girlfriend was there talk. when Dane pulled his dick out. To he pulled his dick out. <laughs> I got one guy telling me to pull away, and one guy telling me to get close. I did to watch the mic. that. I did yeah. watch that. That was like the porn star. Like less mouth, more drool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do back up and pull the mic with you. That's, you can bend it back. There you yeah, go. Yeah, he was concerned go. about the All camera. Right. He's yeah. concerned about the sound. So wait, let's get back to this story. Yeah. So yeah. how did Dane Cook get banned? Well, I've, I've heard this like so, uh, ninth I hand. Have, I have, but I, I heard it was because of what Jared was saying. That yeah, like he was just like bumping people bumping, going too long, and they were bumping like bumping everybody and then bumping yeah, celebrities. Not, come on, that's no, 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 really no, 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 unacceptable. But you're not allowed. You're not allowed to ban a guy in your establishment that you allow to do that behavior for 15 years. He's bumping everybody, bumping everybody. He would go to like industry shows where people like doing like five minute spots for like Fox or whatever, and then just bump everybody. I think Jamie just got tired of it. Maybe like told him to, you know, to stop running, going so long or something like that, and then he did it anyway. I, I don't know what the details are. So I'm just making the point that what Jared was saying, I don't disagree with you. Like That's not a, a cool move, what he's doing. But I don't know if the way to handle it as a comic is to try to like publicly shame him from yeah. doing that or just kind of like, the, the, I, I, I don't know. I, I get Wait, what you're saying. If, if, if you're allowed to go on the podcast and say, hey, fuck TJ for, for coming down on Dane, why can't TJ go on Twitter and oh, say fuck Dane for bumping a bunch of people? He, he does, that wasn't what he was... Uh that wasn't what he was complaining about on Twitter. He wasn't complaining about being bumped. He was complaining about his oh act. the content. And he was he was tweeting chainsaw his fucking yeah. something about which, chainsaw which fucking. I, you can totally complain if you get bumped. I've been bumped a ton. I've been bumped for people that I didn't think I got deserved to get bumped for. But um, I I like the creative process is so delicate that I do have stuff that I'm working on that is not right and it isn't working yet and it just looks fucking racist or sexist or homophobic or because I haven't figured the words out and I need to figure them out live so eventually I, it'll be it'll be racist homophobic and funny but like the, but like taking my content out of context putting it on Twitter in in less characters than I'm saying it on stage I, that's what Ari and I were shitting on I've already gotten past all this with TJ but that was what we were shitting on and TJ was like that's not what I was doing I was upset about getting being bumped but it wasn't that's not how it came out but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll argue the other side of the fucking coin. I, I definitely think that I should be able to go into an open mic in Tampa and do more than five minutes. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, you... you so, like, let's, well, let's put it on a scale. Dane is the guy who kind of revolutionized comedy for the way we see the business now. No question. No question. That. 
So he does deserve the right on a Monday night to go in and bump um, guys you've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. Now, but my, I would say that the counter argument is, yeah, it's a privilege that he has yes. because he's earned it by being successful. But you can overuse the privilege. So and are you trying to say keep overusing it, and then everybody thinks you're a fucking asshole? So you're saying with great you power, are if you do that, you are <laughs> so with are great s- power. <laughs> comes get off the fucking stage, you prima donna. <laughs> so you're saying that Dane is the King Joffrey of stand up? I don't know, oh, him, but someone needs to put a that's got meme written all over it. Hot crown on his head? Uh, no, they poisoned Joffrey. They poisoned Joffrey. You're thinking of uh, poison Dane Cook? The- Jared Logan said it on this. Podcast the Targaryen brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Targaryen brother got the who's, hot crown. Who's Joffrey? Is he an LA guy? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't. I never mind getting bumped. I like it. Uh, I've always. I mean, like, I, I think when something like, um, I mean, I remember being like a like a couple years in comedy and uh, Chappelle coming in and it's like stand up New York and just like you know like that's Ooh. the end of the show. But it was like just got back from Africa. Chappelle. It was so exciting and like you know what I mean. Like that's like if you can't like I've I've heard like like some comics. I get what Jared's making a good point. Like it is. A, a I like thing that Jared's arguing. You want to be a dick too. with it. You yeah. want to be a dick with okay, it. Okay, hold on. Hey, no, no, let's take it. Let's take it. Let's take it this way. Okay. Maybe it's the person you're thinking of that you're getting bumped by because none of us in this room would mind giving up our spots to watch Chappelle. Yeah. Uh, I would. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I would. You're a super famous guy. You come in, all these young guys who are working really hard to, to achieve part of what you've achieved, and yeah. you're like, mm, the rest of the evening is mine, gentlemen. And then you do your fucking three hours. Well, Every thing. time I heard that Dane and Chappelle were doing like six hour shows, I was like, Give me a. F- there's yeah, no those make reason. those don't make sense. Six yeah, hours. That's reason. that's hard to defend. Yeah. I've seen. I've never seen Chappelle do less than an hour. I've seen him do two or three hours usually here. Really, it was a long time. Yeah, I've never seen him do like a twenty minute set. Like Rock will do like a twenty minute set or Seinfeld or Louis. Yeah, that's great. Thirty minutes from Rock. Rock drops by something. He does thirty minutes. It's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And then people don't really get that bump. Like maybe some people kind of get bumped, but it's it not like it's not like galling. It's not right. like you, he's not acting like a Roman fucking emperor. You know. Yeah. Just going after everyone, Jared. Hey, man, you it. name them, I got a beef. <laughs> well, also, some of these guys like could—they could call ahead, you know, and be like, "Hey, Any of I'm these coming guys there could in an hour." Call the club. It's, it's just—I—I I, I don't know. I thought I think it's that impulse. I've never bumped a fucking person in my life, but I—but I, but I also don't have the right to. I mean, if I want to do a set, I call the club. I, mean, I won't call in my avails in LA, but I'll call the club and go, "Hey, I'd like to come in tonight." Yeah, Can you I mean, I'd put muscle you in the lineup. Out? I yeah. think so. I, I mean, I, I guess we're just no, no one's really arguing. Like I, we'd all agree. Like if you're like someone on that level, like Chappelle level or, or whatever, it's like yeah, you kind of have a right to like pop in, do your do a set anywhere. But yeah, I, I agree that it's like to come if you're gonna make it your three hour show, you probably should just call in at some point in that day. Yeah. Just, right. just for, you know, forget the ethics of it. You see what happened to Dane Cook. Apparently, he kept doing it and kept doing um, it until people all got annoyed, and now he can't do it. Carlos Mencia used to do it. That was yeah. his big thing. Was he go in and put. He'd go in front of it. I think he'd even do it worse. He'd go in front of comics he didn't like and just destroy for 10 minutes and then hop off. And people would be like, I want to see more of that. Yeah. And then you'd go up and be like, they'd be like, oh, great. Burt Kreitcher. <laughs> <laughs> the, the crowd used to be a famous guy and then they, no one gets up and you're like, who the fuck is this? I got bumped by Adam Sandler one time uh, and he did and he didn't do very well. And he only did like 10 minutes. And it was like uncomfortable. It was like watching your dad fuck. It was not cool. Oh, it was wow. like it was like I got up there and everyone was like, 
I mean, you, if you, he can't do it, you're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm thrilled to get bumped. It's late. I got a 1245 spot. <laughs> Rock hey. shows up. I go, oh, I'm going home. I'll see yeah. you later. I've done that many a time. I love it. Someone was like, I was supposed to go, and then Dane came in to the uh, improv, and he was like, I'm going to go up. up. And I, was, I had two kids, so I was like, all right, I'm out. I was like, I'm much, I got to get up in the morning. I'm not going to sit around and wait. And uh, Brett Ernst, oh, these were guys, not, probably none of you guys know. They're all L.A. guys. But Brett Ernst was like, what, are you afraid to follow him? I was like, no, I have no interest in staying until one in the morning to do eight. Because I will do my fucking eight minutes. Everyone's tired. At the yeah, end. everyone's tired. No yeah. fucking. I don't know. Do you guys? You guys hit the, are you guys on the road much? A little bit. I don't know. I'm on the road Twice, a lot. Three times a year. Yeah, I was a lot last year. I mean, really? I was with Louis J. Gomez, so that's a big thing for me. I worked with Louis <laughs> in uh, in uh, in uh, fucking West Nyack. Oh yeah, that's, 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 that's I was gonna say it's, it's within seventy-five miles of here for sure. <laughs> 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 uh, well, Lewis still isn't allowed on the West Coast, or uh, I think Lewis, or maybe that's Canada. I don't know. Lewis can't travel he everywhere. Can't travel free people Canada, can. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they they bang him out. Priors. They like ex- they extort him now. Last time we went to Canada, they made him like like throw down like three hundred bucks or something like that. For what? Yeah, he got because he's away. like has some weed arrests on his record or something oh, like that. It's like some weird. One time they fucking turned him away. We went to Toronto to do a gig uh, with uh, Big J and Dave Attell. And Lewis got turned away at the border, dude. He had to fucking get on a train and go home. It fucking really I sucks. Heard about what do you this? mean turned away at the border? Like, like, oh, you guys drove? D- yeah, dude. We drove up in Rebecca Trent's. Uh, you know Rebecca? Uh-huh. Uh, she owns a creek in the cave. Uh, that's a club in Long Island City. Uh, she, we drove up in her van, like all of us. Uh, and yeah, they turned Lewis away. And for, for 20 seconds, we had to pretend like it was a big like debate. Like, what do we do here? Should we all go back? <laughs> or- <laughs> No, I mean, I guess probably just you, and I'll go do this theater show with the towel. Yeah, have fun. But, uh, you, you, well, it looks like I'll be doing 20. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, dude. It's really Can great. Can I have show. Lewis's money, please? I got a very angry... <laughs> you, you have to throw that out there. No, what uh, are you going to do with the money that I think, for Lewis's set? I think, I want to say this, I, somewhere, if I'm wrong about this, somewhere Lewis is listening just furious, but I think Lewis did get paid for the fucking game. What? I know if he's... I think, because I think, like, we got the same money, and then we were like, well, let's give... I don't know, it just kind of felt oh, weird. Wow. Like I, got, I, was, I got fucked on money one time. My daughter fell, broke her jaw. I'm in Cincinnati doing this Jameson tour. It was a lot... It was big money. It was like... I'm going to tell you exactly how much it was for the weekend. All you had to do was 20 minutes, and you got... And we did, you know, six shows, and you got five grand a weekend. And it was... Oh, for, it was fucking wow. great. Everyone got five grand. You flew first class. They put you up first class. They had town cars, and you got free Jameson, and you were... Paid. Jesus. It was fucking amazing. It was the best gig in the world. Best gig wow. in the world. I'm not shitting on anyone that I'm about, but it's going to sound like I am. My daughter falls, breaks her jaw on the Saturday. On Saturday, I do both Saturday shows, and I leave Sunday to go home to get to be able to take my daughter to the hospital. And uh, and I just kind of assumed I'd get paid for Sunday's show, but it was deducted. And I just thought it was so shitty. I remember being like, mm-hmm. like it's like one of those things where you never fucking forget it. You're like, really? Like it's not like I fucking missed yeah. the show. Like I, my daughter fell and got hurt. And my wife's very logical. She's like, well, you did not do the show. I mean, but I was like, they didn't bring anyone else in. The guys just did a little longer. Oh, speak. And you have my wife. <laughs> she wants to FaceTime. Sh- she'll corroborate the entire story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, put the mic. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah. connecting. Oh. Um, it's very high class. Here. Am I the only one that's married in here? Yeah. I'm about yes. to be married in June. Are you getting married in June? Yeah. Oh, congrats, buddy. Oh, congrats. A uh, woman? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> hey, babe, I'm doing a podcast. Can I call you later? I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. All right, I love you. Oh, that's a good Thank wife. She's a redneck. Boy, she's real sweet. I like rednecks. Yeah. Um, I like red vaginas, eh, boys? 
America. <laughs> red ones. I kind of go for the pink ones. <laughs> yeah, red. That, what happened? They might Vampire be pussy. Oh. Did you tenderize it first? When <laughs> well, the like... pink is a little inaccurate too. It's a, kind of a there's a pinkish Hue? tone. <laughs> Wait, but uh, no, it's pretty. It's pretty pink. It's very brown. A lot yeah, of them. Yeah, I agree. With brown. Brown. It's not like it's not like a neon pink. Well, I mean, it's a it's tan. Like... I only make love to black women. Did right. I mention that? <laughs> Those are pink. From Those what are, I've seen. Those are, <laughs> the are footage pink, I've yeah. seen. Yeah. I think it's just you know when it's like some like another color makes another color pop. I don't think that black places are actually any pinker. I think it's just like the black color makes <laughs> right. the pink pop. Juxtaposition is what. It's all about accessories down there. You, know? <laughs> you like, want uh, that pink to just pop out at you. It's like the old Hedberg joke. You get a tan instead of teeth whitening. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Don't you hate when you reference someone's joke and it bombs? I'm, like, That's just not my like, uh, I'm not taking the bomb, Dana. It's Hedberg. Fuck Hedberg, him. take that thing, yeah. Dana. <laughs> when I first saw the bomb, Dana, I was like, you can't bomb in a room of people. You can bomb in front of an audience. And then you saw Bobby, and you yeah. realized you can. Yeah, no, he made it real. He made yeah. the bomb, Dana, this a real thing. Bomb, yeah. Dana, by the way. Yeah, no, no, I saw okay. it. But I expected- if you throw out a shitty joke, we throw it at you. you got to hold on to it. I expected to see a vagina when I was a kid that was going to be pink. It's 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 a uh, pinkish. Like if you were coloring, you could color it pink. Yeah, but I wouldn't just look at that and be like, "That's pink." If my niece looked at a pussy, she wouldn't go, "Oh, there's a pink thing over there." <laughs> Wait, your niece? That you picked your out. niece? <laughs> How'd you go to your niece on that one? Oh, she's a kid. Is what I meant. A kid. I know, but why your niece? Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought niece implied child. Can we make, child. No, it does. It does. I, <laughs> I mean, speaking of vaginas, my niece. <laughs> yeah. Well. She it, has a vagina, I'm be, sure. It would only be worse if you were like, if I showed my Boy Scout troop a vagina <laughs> in a tent, I said to, I said to one of my uh, buddies, I tried to do this on stage and it did not fucking work, but it was real funny in the moment. I had a, I have a fucking air rifle. We all went camping. I brought my air rifle and the two boys, like my best, my best friend's sons, uh, were like fucking literally like, I mean, they couldn't get enough of this air rifle. They would have done anything. And I leaned over to my friends. I go, this is how kids get molested. I was like, this. I go, I ha- right now I've got them in the palm of my hand. And I said it to my friends, and they laughed. So I tried, I tried to take it on stage, and it just fucking got creepy. I think I, I, think I, ma- I just changed the wording a little bit. The world's not ready. Yeah. Right. <laughs> for, for how to molest a child. Too. Yeah. Any implication that you might fuck a kid is... Any implication. Doesn't hit. Yeah. Hold on. I'm yeah. tweeting that Bert is a child molester. Type it in. Yeah. yeah. That makes it real. But once it's on Twitter, were you any of you guys molested? No, but you always know. the bridesmaid, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, I had a guy it. touch me in a, a grocery store one time, but he just like put his hand on my shoulder and like gave me like a little bit of a massage for a second. It was like hello, and I was like no, and I ran away <laughs> and I got bad. away. So I almost got molested, I think, or kidnapped, or who knows. How, just enough to make how you long a comedian. Ago that? That was when I was a little kid. So then uh, my mom, I, there's a whole story. She, where did you grow you know, up? Where did you grow up? Morgantown, West Virginia. I was just, are, are you serious? Yeah. I was just in Morgantown, West Virginia. Oh, yeah? Where'd you, did you play there? Yeah, they have, a, they have a theater there that I did. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a great town to get molested in. Am I right? Yeah. Morgantown, uh, West Virginia. Sure, a lot of nice... it goes on there. There's not a lot to do. You <laughs> there's know? not a lot to do, and yeah. it's all fucking hills. It's <laughs> so yeah. interesting. Yeah, just there. The school's there, right? The school's there. That's, that makes it livable, you know? The university's there, so there's a little bit going on. West Virginia? Yeah. yeah, yeah, West Virginia University. Yeah, I love it there. It's, it's I don't want to live there, but I love it there. It's an interesting. It's got West Virginia's got a weird vibe. I, would have, I had a buddy thrown through a plate glass window in West Virginia, but it's like it's got this real. It's a bizarre state. It's raw. It you know, really I had raw. this guy who was a journalist, and he followed around. Um, 
it, during the primaries one year when Obama was running, and he said every place they said, what's wrong with Obama? Why won't you vote for Obama? People were like, you know, we're not really sure where he's actually from. <laughs> but when they went to West Virginia and they were like, why won't you vote for Obama? They were like, he's black. Oh, Don't wow. you? That's, I find, <laughs> we're going to vote for a black guy? You, I, they were just openly racist. I, I find overt racism uh, refreshing in this yeah, day and yeah, age. Yeah, I yeah, really right. do. Enough just beating around the bush. Like, yeah. You know, there's, there used to be so much of that. Like, if you if you were look at like um like when when like busing and stuff like that came in, in the sixties, they have like YouTube videos of people being interviewed about it. You can go watch it. People would just say they're racist. I don't want them in my school. I don't want them around my kids. Like, there's none of that anymore. Now it's oh, all yeah. it's you know like what you say. You got to go we're to West not Virginia quite for sure it. Sure, what yeah. his background? Exactly he seems he is. might be Muslim. You know, like all yeah, that yeah. shit. It's like just fucking admit you don't like black people. There's and a, we can all move there's on. A video well, of a senator saying about how segregation is the is the way to go in like the sixties, and everyone's oh, fucking cheering. Strom Thurmond, uh, I think, is the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he ran for president on a platform of, of segregation. I, you know, he, that was. It's it's. This is what drives me nuts. Is there's this fucking underlying uh, false outrage that happens throughout all of everything that anyone says anything. Like like I'm still overwhelmed by the Nancy Grace or not Nancy Grace. Uh, oh, that's why that probably didn't work. What's that girl's name? <laughs> Nancy Reagan? Nancy I was, Pelosi. I, I, I was trying. No. Uh, Are you talking someone who is shamed? No. Like, Nancy uh, Sinatra. Sarah Palin. No, someone who is a mind. shamer? Fucking no. But like, but like, there's like, we all know George Bush said the N-word. Like, he's said it growing up. That's true. But then he was president. But no, you know what I mean? Like, there's this underlying, like, I always get upset when I see country stars doing uh, hip-hop albums together with hip-hop. I'm like, listen, don't. Lose all the outrage because we know they said the N word and we know they said it a lot. Like growing up, that's how the South works. Right. I grew up in the South. I heard the N word a lot. Like not just a little bit, a lot. Now I grew, also grew up in this '80s and '70s. But where were you in the South? Tampa and Florida. All right. Well, that's Florida though. Florida's fucking. I was with hillbillies. They didn't really say the N word then. My much. wife's my wife's family. We were out camping. We were, someone brought up Martin Luther King, and my daughter's like that's her biggest hero. She thinks he's like the greatest man ever. And one of my wife's relatives was like, he was nothing but a lying, cheating N-word. And I was like, I was like, just, I was like, you never heard that perspective. I completely forgot there were people that didn't like the guy. Oh, dude, did you, <laughs> did you hear the, um, there's these tapes. I don't know how they got these or where they, but there's tapes of, uh, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, JFK's wife, Jackie, Jackie Kennedy, yeah. just talking about Martin Luther King. And she hated hated Martin Luther King. She's yeah, like she's talking about that's it. She's <laughs> talking about how he's disgusting. He has these orgies. He's unfaithful. Which you can hear a lot of like you know like like uh, a yeah. wife whose husband's yeah, yeah, cheating yeah. all over her. Just furious at the friend. Like you, the, oh, you nothing you guy. want. If you have a, a dude who strays, the last thing you want is him you know, hanging out. You know, they always talking to Jeff. He's a bit influence on you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the most positive men in the 21st century. Just stay away from him. Stay yeah, fucking yeah, away from him. Dude, it's so funny. Dude, you gotta find. It's on. Like, uh, you, uh, and it's YouTube just Jackie K. J- Jackie shitting on him, saying all this shit she wanted to say to JFK out loud, but yeah. about Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah, I forget yeah. who she's talking to, but she's like, he's a horrible man, and all, all this. That's what, I guess. Apparently, he was not. I, but I forgot it. I said it to my wife, and she was like, "Well, Bert, someone fucking shot him. Like, clearly, people didn't like him. But he's so revered in society today that you, it's unfathomable. But you know, that, when people become like lionized like that, it's never reality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, no person is actually a hero like that. You know, like a, the statue. But if you're if you're dead. That sticks. This yes. brings us back. This brings us back to Dane Cook, right? Is he dead? No, <laughs> he no. needed. He needed to die. No, that but let's problem. not do it with Dane. But watch. Have you seen what's going on with Kevin Hart with the black?
black comics these days? No. What, no. What's that? Oh, dude. Well, the Mike Gepps thing. Mike Gepps. Yeah. Uh, Ari Spears. Like every, all the black comics are shitting on Kevin Hart on like hip hop on Sway's. Yeah, station. that's the. Um, yeah, I, I saw. I saw he was on Sway. He did an he interview about it, like talking and about it. He yeah. went at detail of how you know. It doesn't bother him, but it clearly bothers him. And there is this weird fucking underlying thing with with stand-ups. I don't, I don't, I don't think Louis has had to experience it. But it seems like we take our precious, we put them on a pedestal only to break them down. Well, there's, I think, dude, what happens, like, like Louis is immune to it, Chappelle was immune to it, uh, I think Burr is immune. was not immune to it. No? Remember, he was getting heckled at fucking, like, they were heckling him, oh, and then okay. they fucking destroyed okay, him. Okay, but I'm, okay, fair enough, but Chappelle, cut, right, right, okay, that, but I'm saying, like, he kind of stepped away from it. Chappelle didn't really fall. He was on yeah. top, and then he kind of took himself out. I think what happens with guys like Louis or Chappelle, like, when when comics all kind of pretty much unanimously go, well, no, he does. He's the best comic out there. Burr. But yeah, so they, then they don't get shit. But when anyone who maybe they wouldn't say, I'm just saying whether I'm not saying like Dane Cook's amazing, but I don't think he held like what Louis kind of holds in, in with comics. But Louis gets respect. shit too. A lot of comics hate what Louis is doing. People shit. Yeah, I, I guess mean, Kindler true. shits all over him. Horribly. Yeah, I guess maybe I'm wrong. There's yeah, a I guess lot they of all comics yeah. that are just road headliners that are, he's eating up so much material by putting out an hour every year, and then you'll have a bit about fucking whatever lampshades for five years and then Louis's like and I fucking came on a lampshade and cut and then you're like well now my bit is gone <laughs> came on a lampshade I mean, whatever it is no but look is. what you just did you did an impression of what of you whittled down Louis's act which is I fucking came on a lampshade he does a lot of that stuff I mean Louis's my stupid favorite stupid fucking lampshade he's my favorite comic but he gets plenty of shit from comics I think there's a lot of comics that hate him and get annoyed by what he's doing and the hour right. a year thing. People are like, give me a break with this. The hour a year. That's awesome, man. I, I'm sorry if you have a five-year-old joke, you know? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I definitely have some, too, but, like, get over it. I mean, I think, just, I think it's the most impressive thing I've ever heard. Wouldn't you yeah. say some of his hour a year, these jokes, you're like, these jokes could be a lot stronger if you did it a year and a half. Look, I think I think uh, Attell nah. just made a special. Oh, Attell made a special last year, and that was the first one he's made in, like, uh, six years. The, the, and I thought it was incredible. And that's, But you can't uh, you can't deny that. That's an amazing thing to be able to every year throw your material out and start headlining with no fucking material. I agree. I mean, I feel like you're arguing with me. I'm not the one saying this. I'll take the other side of the fence. Also, I, don't, I think that an hour is too quick. I do believe an hour is too quick. And I, and I, turn, year, over, yeah. I turn over material probably quicker than than anyone I know. And sincerely, I can also because my stories are like 12 minutes long. So I can go through and I can write on stage. But I still feel like the fucking like when I heard Skanks for the Memories, that's that is, by the way, that is my Bible. Dude, that's comedy. the best comedy it's album. The best I've ever comedy heard. album ever. When I heard my Skanks for the Memories, too. I was doubled over and I was like, these are perfect. The fucking tags were perfect. I wanted to sound like a boot stuck in mud, only wetter. Did everyone get it? That's gonna get it. Let's move on. The pacing was right. Everything was perfect about it. And I and I feel like, I feel like, uh, I mean, if these guys, I feel like what they've done is they've put a pressure on comics that don't maybe have the ability to write a new hour every year. To write a new hour every year, and you're like, well, part of the art form is getting a fucking act. And destroying and, and, and learning how to fucking venture off from that act while doing that act. And you gotta sell tickets. You gotta sell tickets. You gotta have people plot. I told, told Tosh one time, I was, we were at the improv and I go, I go, man, I feel like I just wanna fucking write. And he said very candidly to me, no one knows who the fuck you are. You need to be good first. Like you need people to be coming to your shows 
and then go, oh, the reciprocation, what is it? Where it, the turnover rate is, oh, yeah. I, I need to write a new hour next or it's year. It's like when comics pride themselves, like they'll, they'll be doing comedy for four or five years and they pride themselves on having, like, they're like, dude, I got notebooks stacked up with jokes. And you're like, okay, that's completely useless. Like, yes. who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you have a tight six minutes? Like, I, mean, I don't know. You I kind of your... disagree. I, I, love, disagree. I, love, I love all your fucking points today. I love, I love. I just, I just think, well, how, how does it hurt you to keep turning over jokes? Okay, I'm you not. You can always go back and do the old ones if you need no, to. No, but I'm not saying. You're it's, getting yes. better the whole time. If you're yeah. saying verse okay, nothing, like if you're saying write other jokes versus sitting around jerking off, sure, it doesn't hurt. But I'm saying if you're spending your time and energy focused on that, like there should be more of a focus when you're a young comic on getting a tight six minutes, getting a tight 12 minutes, than just like writing, you know what I mean? Like volumes and volumes of like manifesto. At least that, that's my take. I don't take. think it's I, an either or proposition. My, a, my only point is that, that just to be like, I do an hour every year and that's it. And it's like, well, do an hour when you have a killer hour that's done. Maybe it's two years, which is still unbelievable. Louis, uh, some of those bits, you're like, that is a, that's a bit in here? You guys are splitting this is hairs. Crazy. Is the nuance of a two-year Louis bit or a three-year Louis bit versus a one-year Louis bit is is negligible to I me. Disagree. I disagree. Watch Shoot that. Up and then watch the special at the Comedy Store and tell me those are fucking just interchangeable. Also, he has so many eyes on him. He has so many eyes. How many theaters does he sell out every year? And if he, he's going to come back the next year and do the same fucking thing, he wants to go make that well, money different. and do that theater again. That's different. Again. That's performance. Yeah, these are kind of releasing them as a special and saying this is permanent. This is my, this is my special. That comedy store one. There's a lot of it. You're like, are you kidding me on this? I don't think. Yeah, I I haven't seen that one. I I haven't seen that either. No, but I agree with what you're saying. For maybe I maybe think. Look, if Bill Burr and Louis C.K. and Tosh all want to do new hours every year, that is that is completely up to them. And they're so good that I will definitely watch those until I don't. And when I don't, then probably they'll go, well, maybe I'll take a little longer and make my hour. But here's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, you get young comics that are like, oh, I'm writing a new hour every year. And you're like, no, 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 that's not the thing. That's not how this works. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. Yeah. Your first hour should be 10 years of material, destructive, and, and, and you're missing out on the nuance of, like, tagging a joke and doing the joke so much that you get bored with it and you write even better tags to keep yourself interested. And then all of a sudden you got to fucking – and that is what Skanks for the Memories is. My, I mean, I remember sitting in the fucking club downstairs every night at 10, 10, 12, 10, and Attel would come in, and he would have different tags for the same joke about killing someone with a hammer. He would have like nine. Dude, there's no one better to watch work than that. Yeah, dude. Like, it, it tells like the, just, just what, like, I, I feel like Skanks for the Memories is the only thing, the only thing he, he ever put out that is like an actual representation of what it's like to like see tell at the yeah. comedy cellar. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I, and a lot of his specials are great, but it's just not quite the, you know, tell throwing on a blazer and doing like, Captain Miserable. That wasn't quite like the experience of just seeing that guy like live. Like I, I don't yeah. know. He's to me the best guy to like watch. I don't, I don't understand. I don't. I'm not a big fan of uh, theater hour specials unless you do theaters. Like Louis doing a theater, I get it. He doesn't really do clubs. Well, anymore. for someone like Dane, it was like perfect. You know, because yeah. he was like this huge show, so yeah. it just like worked. And you Kevin know? Hart's like, I'm yeah. going to be in the fucking Philadelphia Arena, the yeah. fucking Spectrum or whatever. Like that's the great. F- the Fieldhouse, isn't it? The Fieldhouse. It's, it's like the biggest yeah. fucking. But that's why I, Chappelle I, was Chappelle. having those problems where those guys are heckling him because Chappelle's doing these like amphitheaters, and Chappelle's like this like really like smart, nuanced comic. It's not yeah. like a cheerleading energy, you know, like a uh, it's. Then people are yelling like Rick James, bitch, and shit out. That's not going to enhance a Chappelle show, you know? Arena comedy is so confusing to me. Yeah, also Steve Martin in his book was like, once it got to arenas, it was useless to try to do any material. You're just hosting a party at that point. That's where my career should go then. 
because I'm barely <laughs> like I'm doing fucking material. Any, I should just host a goddamn party. I just want to do a cruise ship. Just have a cruise ship and just do like have all my fans come on cruises and then we'll just drink and maybe I'll do some stand up. I'll be like I'm the machine. Be like, How long? Yeah. Your fantasy like stand up is becoming a, le- a smaller and smaller party. Like, yeah. I, think I just want to live on a cruise ship. I was in. I was in. Uh, I was in. And like sometimes like comics can say things that you know that they really think and but it it whittled me down so tightly that of of shit I already believe about myself my fucking self ego or whatever poor self esteem. Doug Stan- Doug uh, Benson was saying, you know, you could just do your act by just going up on stage, taking off your shirt, killing a beer, and just leaving. And I think you'd get you'd you'd turn out more shows in a day, and they'd get the same experience. And so I did that on this 420 <laughs> show. I just fucking walked up, take my shirt off, killed. By the way, got more of an applause than I've ever got for doing that. <laughs> and I was so let down. And I was like, God damn it, I'm not fucking like. I, now I'm like now now I want to be the opposite of like. Oh, I leave my shirt on for the whole set. And but fuck it, whatever. I don't give a fuck. No, no, no. Anytime someone like kind of like nails you, like like you're kind of like this kind of guy, it pisses you. Well, let me speak for myself. It pisses me off and then I go and I write a bunch of stuff that's the opposite yeah. of that. <laughs> the stuff and that, then I do it to almost no laughter. The stuff the marketplace <laughs> is not demanding. Right, right. <laughs> I yeah. remember I remember walking through downstairs one time and I was on a Hawaiian shirt and David Tell goes, only two things wear Hawaiian shirts. Big fat gay guys or party animals. And I remember thinking, I don't want to be either. I'm going to write some really smart jokes and go to the Lower East Side and I just fucking suck dick. Every time I'd go up there, I just, I don't even know if they still have stand up over there, but it was like fucking I'd try to be smart but my smart jokes were like so bad I wrote a joke like um I don't know, never mind. Keep going. Let's no, no, no. I, uh, you can't pick your voice, dude. Yeah. I've been having a huge problem with that where I'm trying to like show people how smart I am. It doesn't, nobody gives a <gasps> no shit. No one gives a shit. No one cares if you're smart. Only other smart people can tell if you're smart. And even they are like, I don't like this guy. You know what I mean? It doesn't <laughs> yeah. fucking matter. Yeah. Like, you're playing to like a tiny percentage of the crowd, and smart people always disagree with other smart people. So it's like not even like a thing. You're not even going to win them over. Own the morons. If you are smart, you're smart. Trying to be be smart is useless. It's nothing. Yeah. It's not a thing you can try to do. It's 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 nothing. It's what, what, what you said. I disagree with you. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was kidding. He's doing the joke. Uh, he, said, yeah. he said smart people disagree with each other. I said I disagree with Fuck, you. I deserve that bomb, Dan. Um, no, he's taking that one. It's yeah. You should just own the morons. That's like, not a bomb though. That was just a. Like, what would you rather have? Okay, like if you could, let's. Okay, we'll go around the room. You can either be. Um, uh, I'd be gay. <laughs> wait, what, wait, wait, we can pick anything Sorry. here. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm trying to think of what's the guy. What's the t- okay? You can either be ready as an artist, Tom Waits or Kid Rock. Who would you rather but, be? But, no, but yeah, but translate that into comedy. Tom Waits, who's got a career but isn't selling out Madison Square Garden, or Kid Rock, who's bastardized like the fucking art of selling a, a, a personality so much. That like if he had Tom Waits' career, he would he'd have Tom Waits bumper who's, stickers. Who's Tom Waits? I'm sorry, I'm just terrible. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I know the name, I don't but know I don't know. Tom Waits, like, yeah. Tom Waits yeah. is like see building in there. I would be Tom Waits. <laughs> Tom Waits is uh, he's great. Yeah, he's a. Uh, doesn't like, help me out. Like, yeah. Artsy, yeah. Lower East Side musician who's kind of owned the scene of like of like 
almost like spoken word okay. music. I mean, he just is. Like, so you're basically uh, saying like kind of the the idea of being like somewhat like true to the craft versus kind of a yeah, so written and, some huge hit songs this, for other people. He would have a, a steady career where Kid Rock would blow up and then he's kind Kid of Rock's, there. No, and Kid it, Rock's still fucking no. Now Kid Rock, and not to bring this back, but Kid Rock's is doing cruise ships. So he does like this Kid Rock <laughs> cruise ship, and it's and he makes like fucking fifteen million dollars because everyone could Kid Rock's on the fucking cruise, and he brings his mom, like. You know, they do like, I mean, they do bastardizations of what art should be. Like, him and Vince Neil will do acoustic covers. You know, it's like, okay, we get it. But, and I'm not shitting on Kid Rock, but I'm just saying, like, he has taken what is the thing you like and then just fucking Budweisered it down to like, it's just a shot of this. It's, there we go. You got all of it. You know what I, I mean? Th- like, I don't know. I, I feel like my instinct is to, is, to be like, no, I would choose the, like, as long as I'm like, if you're not talking about starving, like, as long as I'm like making a living and doing okay, I would always choose the like integrity route. But I mean, then again, I don't know, you know, once that offer is in front of you, I don't know what that actually, you know, it's easy to like say, like, I wouldn't sell at, but then like, Ooh, that's a fucking TV show. We sell it to Comedy Central. It's called Selling Your Soul. What you do is you go into a comedy club and you find the best, the smartest, the guys that are undiscovered, but you know, like a, like a Natterman who's got a, like a real sharp voice. Yeah. And is a great writer and a great guy. Then you go, all right, you you're the guy we picked you. It's five million dollars, and we're like, welcome to the first episode. We want you to wear this clown suit, and and just see, watch guys lose their spirit, and just like fucking, just see if they'll sell their soul. We want to wear a clown suit and do. We want to, we we rewritten your jokes. <laughs> My first question: Where did Comedy Central get five million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a number that would that would make you sell your soul immediately. I will dress in anything you want. Yeah. anything that you want immediately. Uh, uh, would Would you do that? Would you Would you take? A year of your let's let's say they sign you to I'll a five-year deal. I'll take a llama's deal. dick in my ass for five <laughs> yeah. million dollars. Well, I mean, again, because you're the, the the question you're making where you go like, oh, like some successful guy, but he's like, you know, kind of true to his craft for some real. Like, I'm a completely unsuccessful guy. So if you offer me money, <laughs> I gotta take it right now. Like, if, yeah. if that's no matter what. I mean, I couldn't. Yeah, dude, if you offer me five million dollars, I'm fucking taking it. Short of literally, you know, you know, you have to go really fucking crazy to yeah. get me to say no. I don't know where you it gotta is. Blow like, a dude. Blow a dude for five million dollars? I'd probably yeah. We're blowing I would a dude. Suck a dick it's- so hard for five million dollars. <laughs> Lots of people suck dick. Wait. They love to do it. I yeah. mean, I would, I would try it. I would try it for five million dollars. I would enjoy. It. I would shit, man. I'll do it for ten grand. I would date the guy someone, for a year for someone, five million dollars. Someone fucking make a shirt. A lot of people suck dick and like it. Yeah, I should try it. Right. Everybody should try it. Everything yeah. at least twice. I think I would get married. Decade of uh, ten years of marriage to a man. <laughs> Sex every night for five. I'll just go gay, like yeah. for five minutes. Like I bang dudes now. I guess that's my thing. Yeah. All right. Man, I wasn't that successful with women anyway. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck? Yeah. Five, five million dollars buys a lot of mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I think you need more than mouthwash when you swallow gum. Well, do you guys have a? Uh, do you guys have any memory wash with this uh, mouthwash? <laughs> you have, uh, how do you know? You've never done it. You don't know how you feel afterward. Maybe yeah. it feels good. Maybe it's nice. Maybe, Maybe I don't even need that good. mouthwash. It probably doesn't taste real good because I know that my future wife doesn't really like to do it. No, so. I don't. There's not a lot of girls that enjoy the taste. Wait, do you think we could do a show where you gave like okay, let's bottom price, like just blow a dude one time on camera, 
But that's your that's your likeness. That's how many you people? How many? Oh, it's you forever. See there, and see now you're getting in. Now it's an interesting question because you know you don't want, you don't philosophy. want that to be your whole thing forever. You know, oh, no, that's it. That's it. No, and five million million's not going to make you feel good necessarily if you don't get to do what you want to do with your life. Right? Five million dollars, and you blow a dude on camera on Comedy Central prime time, like Sunday night eight eight p.m. <laughs> And they fucking air it. It's a 30-minute special of you just blowing du- a dude. And if you don't blow him for 30 minutes, it's just loops, and they get it great editors to make just real tight-ups. But it's you blowing a dude. And then and then that's how everyone knows you. Like, you, you, I mean, you can drop out of the fucking thing and hope to Kato Kale in it and jump back into the game. When like, comics, uh, when, like, the host introduces me, can I say, just tell them I've been on Comedy Central? Like, they don't have to be, yeah. like, specific. You just say, you may have seen him on Comedy Central. You may have seen this guy on Comedy Central. Um, and he's not the guy sucking dick. <laughs> if that's what you're thinking. I think it's so funny they come back to me, like, two years later and, like, to just follow up. And I'm like, turns out I was gay. So <laughs> thanks for helping me realize that. To you the know, two to five million dollars. Uh, you know when you drink a lot of coffee and then you take a bite of a sandwich and you realize you are hungry? It was a lot like that. Like you just yeah. gotta get the dick in your mouth and you're like, oh yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm, this is, I'm complete. Happy. It feels right. It feels right. <laughs> I'd do it. I'd I'd probably be pretty good at it. I'm sure. I mean I know what I like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my wife said there's this there's this uh masseuse in Beverly Hills called Dr. Squirts. And he fucking massages the ladies and then squirts them, and they fuck, it's like the best orgasm they've ever had. And all oh, my wow. wife, all my wife's friends were talking about Doctor Squirts, and it, is it cheating? And I was like, it's definitely fucking cheating. And she was like, well, what if there was a girl who could give like the most amazing hand job? I was like, that'll never happen. That have to be a dude. Like, a, <laughs> no, like, have you ever gone to one of those Asian rubdowns, dude? No, I've never have, dude. They give the best hand jobs. <laughs> like, there's dude, a, there's technique, the man. best fucking hand jobs I've ever had in my goddamn life i'm talking about this chick touches your dick and from the minute she touched my dick look i the first time i ever did wait, it wait, wait walk me through it walk me okay through it. so Take first time i'll tell you so it's literally it was my uh 21st birthday maybe 20th birthday it was like a something like that and my friends were just like we're taking you to an asian massage parlor and i've never never knew this was like a thing before that or maybe i'd heard of it but you know like a rub down massage place and i'm hammered and in my mind i'm like a kid in my mind i'm like uh I'm like I'm gonna go get a hand job right now. I'm hammered, and my hand job, you know, <laughs> mine is like like a, a girl who doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Give you like I'm not even gonna get a boner right now. Like this yeah. is like ridiculous. The Asian chicks aren't even cute. You know what I mean? You're like, but they give you a dope ass massage. I'm telling you, this this chick touched my dick from the second she touched my dick. I was fighting to not come, fighting to not come because I was like, whoa, I want to enjoy this for a second. Wow. I was I, I'm I'm on my back looking up, and I was like, this is the great. And I, dude, I looked down just for one second, and yeah, dude, it's like all types of lotion and this crazy like. Dude, they just, I didn't mean to make my dick, dick look that yeah, big. It's yeah. not bad. But they, I'm just, to get, they use this kind of like, it was, I, I looked at it for, I came in maybe two minutes. I looked at it for wow. like a second just to admire what she was doing. It's Good looking gal? Best. Naked? No. Nope. <laughs> Not at no. all. No it's completely out? mechanical. No titties. Out. It, yeah. it was. That's what I'm saying. It's it was just literally an organ that they're milking. That, that's what it was. It was almost yeah. like not even sexual. I wasn't like even thinking like sexual thoughts. It was just like, oh my god, this feels amazing. Like, wow. now, does she lead in? Like, does she give you a full body massage? Full body massage. First, they take you to this room. They like pour water on you and like do this kind of thing. Then full body massage. She, like, like you're on your back on a massage table. Then she turns you over and she just like kind of like touches your penis. You go, ooh, you like, like, like that. Oh and wow. Like, mm. And then she just fucking starts. Jerking you off. Wow. Yeah, we can all achieve this for like 75 bucks or something like that. Let's go right after the show. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm so on the other side of the fence that I, I'm i like, will point out to the, when I get a massage, I'm like, hey, I, uh, I'm going to take my underwear off, but I can keep it on if you want me to. Like, I'm so afraid they're going to start jerking me off and I won't be able to say, yeah, stop. 
Like, you know, like if someone touches my dick, I, I don't know if I had, I don't know if I have it in me to go, hey, please don't do that. You know what I mean? That's, that is, uh, yeah, you got to be like, if you're, if you're like passive at all, that's a tough one to have to, if you, if you don't like buying condoms at Dwayne Reed, you're definitely not going to be able to tell. Or <laughs> yeah. not. Oh, by the way, so my, I was like 20 in the store, 21. My friends all paid for me because it was like a birthday present and I had no idea because um, I'm just not an adult that you're supposed to tip these people because like ob- obviously any grown man you understand a woman just jerked you off this is, this is a service tip industry yeah. like you have but so I just don't, if there's ever been one so I just like drunkenly stumbled out like oh my god I just got the greatest hand job ever and I stumbled out at, and, and my friends were already done so they're like out there and uh, a mob of angry Asian hookers just came storming out and they go, she walk hard, you know, tip. You know, tip. I was just like, oh, I'm so scared. Just like gave him money. Like, That's I'm so sorry. Funny. You could have been like, well, the service wasn't that great. <laughs> Yes, I came, but not in the way that I wanted to come. Right. It wasn't I, the there's kind still of more in there. Was yeah. this in New York or? Yeah, Brooklyn? it was in, in New York. It was on, uh, I believe it was. Um, she wants an address. Yeah, just yeah. show me an address. I want to say the east side around the 30s, something like that. It's probably gone, though. Maybe. It's probably. I mean, there used to be one above uh, Stand Up New York. Really? Oh yeah, that, that's gone. That's been gone for a long time. Yeah. Has, have you, has any of you guys ever been with a prostitute? No, but not on the record. Now. Would you? Well, no, yeah. no, you can't now because you get married. But yeah. would you? No, no, I wouldn't do that. Marriage the opportune time to do it, right? Why? Why would you get? Why would you get a prostitute when it's not that hard? Looking like any type of fugly, idiotic guy to just have sex, especially if you live in like New York City. Look, I was a, I was a lot fatter than I am now. My interests were like, uh, fucking the Hobbit, and I would go out and get laid every once in a while. So if I could do it every four or five months, anybody can. Why would you need? You a live prostitute? in a different. You live in a different time. I mean, when I was. Single, you had to meet someone. Like you couldn't just swipe right or swipe left. Like things are so easy to get laid now. There's fucking no one did internet dating when I was single. That was like that you were pariah. Only the fucking creeps did internet dating. And but now I look and it's like I would love to have Tinder and just swipe and be like swipe swipe. Oh you swipe. You basically swiped and said I'll fuck you. Like that's ultimately what it is. Oh that would be fucking amazing. And I do. I think there's just like um just because it's just been around longer. Like uh, the like hookup culture or whatever you call that yep. is just so much more like intense now. Like whatever whatever the level of like girls kind of like demanding this 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 and then you get pussy. The this this and this just gets less and less and less. Like each year, like girls are are I, I, at least I think more down than ever to just like yep. go on Tinder meet a, meet a dude and go fuck yeah. him. That I night. just need a podcast. Huh? We just need a podcast. <laughs> you could do you could you could come up with a podcast called fucking. Uh, meeting brand new people and having sex and, and probably people will be like I want to do it because people want to be famous and they'd be like yeah. so when is this can I retweet this I I, I, I would love to uh, I mean I don't want to get back in the game I want to I stay married but I just think it would be so easier now to get laid I had such a hard time yeah, I know. I think, but you know, I never did any of that online dating stuff. You just go talk to girls after shows. If you're a comic, Honestly, you I've, meet the I've, most people. I've, yeah. I've never done it. I've been sing- I'm, I'm like a like not relationship guy at all. Like I, uh, like I've been single for the majority of the time I've been in comedy. And uh, yeah, I've never done the internet. So, I mean, comedy kind of does facilitate this. Like you're out at a place where there's like drinks and girls. Like every you do night. well on stage. Is yeah, and pretty and that's, easy. Well, that's yeah. the other thing is that you kind of. Well, for better or worse, I think, at least for me, is a co- ever since I got in comedy, it's like, yeah, if, if you do well on stage, like, there's no better representation of me. I feel like there's no better way to, like, hit on a girl your than after she saw me do well on stage. Yeah. Like, that's the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm never looking better at, like, some bar. 
See, you know what I mean? So why even go there? Oh, you know what else helped was having the absolute lowest standard on who she was, what she looked like, <laughs> and what she had to say. You oh, there's know? a caveat in this fucking equation of oh, yours. Oh, no. I, again, I need, I need to clarify. I'm talking about that I got laid about every four or five months, but it had to be just a dragon yeah. from hell. Oh, I had a high lot standards. Of I had definitely high standards. Oh, dragon good, from hell. Good no, for you. I was. Me. You're right, though. Like, fucking coming off stage, there was no better, there's no better sales pitch than, like, than, like, this is me in 12 minutes. Yeah. Uh, hey, what do you guys want to do now? And, I mean, but it, it, I'll tell you what, I think it's the downfall of good comics is when you start getting pussy-minded and you go to the road to go get laid. I mean, I, look at, I worked with a guy who's like, I mean, he just does the exact same set every time, tight as fuck, 20 minutes to the time, and he only does it because he gets laid. And he's now, he's like... 55. I worked with him. He doesn't look 55. He spends his days at the gym not writing. Rick Just- Voss? <laughs> <laughs> no. But, and then, <clears throat> but I think that, I think it, you know, if, one of the good things about being married is you really don't give a fuck about women at all. Being pussy-minded is the downfall of men in general. It's like so it's so idiotic. It's like you're way more you're going to get laid more when you have interests and you're doing something interesting than you are if you're like trying to get laid all the time. It takes oh. you away from writing and stuff too. Yeah. You're constantly like, oh, I want to get laid after a show. You don't go back home, listen to sets, write down material, stuff like that. Yeah, and I'll hang out with buddies who, like, you you don't hang out with them all the time. And then you go out to a bar with them, and the whole time they're chasing skirts, and you're like, okay, so fuck Wait, did our you go, relationship. Did you go to, to a bar in the 50s? Yeah. <laughs> chasing skirts. Chasing skirts. <laughs> they're actually uh, James. over here. You can tell how good I am at it by how I talk about it. <laughs> they're chasing skirts. Hey, man, I'll, I do, throw, uh, I'll <clears throat> throw around some good pickup lines. I, I agree. I agree with you, though, that it is like... um. It does become this all like kind of consuming thing. I, I do. There's this weird dynamic that for guys too. I think that it's like we start out. Guys start out with no ability to get pussy and like a rock hard boner just all day long, like in fourth grade or whatever. Like you yeah. just have a boner, and then it's like as you get fourth older, grade, older. Jesus, Dave. Like, no, know, no, no, no. I, I remember that. I remember that. Do you remember? Do you remember when you just get boners <laughs> nonstop, like for no reason at all? You just get a boner and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" I have a boner right now. <laughs> But, but you, I know why. Do you guys, haven't you felt like in your life, like, it, like I, look, dude, I remember, like, if you're dating a girl when you're like 17, 18, it's like you want to fuck all the time and you have to convince them to. As you get older and older, it's almost like girls want to fuck all the time. And I feel like guys, and there's science to like back this up, like girls' sex drive explodes in like their 30s and shit like that. Guys, you just kind of, like you were saying, like, if you got back in the game now, I think what you don't realize, dude, is you're, you would have a higher status than you've ever had before. Just because, like, you're, you're older, your career's better than it's been. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all that shit. Girls don't. I'm so much better of a pole now than I was 18 to some chick. But that chick at 18 is, like, physically perfect. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you go, if you go meet, like, the hot chick in high school, it's now mu- it's, it's probably fat. and it's like mutual depreciation. What it is, is you want to find a woman that you mutually depreciate <laughs> with. Because what has happened is my, my stock has skyrocketed and my wife's just plummeting. Like, when I met her, she was, like, fucking 29 years old, at her peak, franchise player years. I mean, just, like, fucking... Just come off a couple titles, and I was, yeah, and I grabbed uh, her, I snagged her. But I had a small franchise, and I started building, and I started selling tickets in the fucking. Now it's like now, and I don't think my wife appreciates that. I don't think she appreciates that I could score chicks hotter than her in, on the road. I don't think she appreciates that at all. 
Like, well, that used to be like that's kind of like the deal. I feel like that marriage used to be right. Like it's almost like all right, you commit to like you're you're with me for life, but I'll give you like you know what I mean. You'll get this like hot pussy now. Yeah. But then girls almost like took away that part of the deal. It's like oh well, you can just get hot pussy now. Yeah. What a sour so, fucking like, deal. What a sour fucking deal is like. I'll give you this hot pussy. It's twenty nine, <laughs> and then. You just got to suffer through it while you just make money for me and the family, what's, and I get a nice, comfortable life. What's happening to your wife? Does she have no. cancer? No. Why, <laughs> why is she depreciating? Like, you know, there's a lot of very attractive 50-year-old women that I would no. I would love to have sex with. I'll show you a picture of my wife. No, she, my wife's hot. My wife's hot, and I have a great relationship. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on her, but what I was always afraid of when I got married is that my wife would get fat, like real fat. You ever see those women that, like, that, like, they they're really hot, and then they just gain weight because of the baby. It's tough to lose weight. You see that when like like, the, like the uh, uh, like a hot chick and her mother is just like like a mess, and you're yeah. kind of, and then you'll see like a young picture of the mother, and she looked like her, and you're or, like, or you holy see, like, shit! You ever see like a couple? I see it a lot. I'm a lot, I'm more of a grown up than you guys. Meaning like I hang out with adults also and comics. <laughs> so like, uh, like I hang you, out with adults. Not not the kind I hang out with. Like real adults, like grown up adults. Like okay, like people who like the head of the Royal Shakespeare Theater. Company. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I've never felt so judged no, in my I life. <laughs> no, but like I I, got, I, I did drop off at school, so I, I hang out with people that oh. just have kids and right. like that's their fucking in life and the guy's a lawyer like and the mom's a mom and you just hang out with them you know and they don't sure they have nothing to do with the business like being a comic and then you have comic friends who like when you try to cross over you it, you see how different the uh, the adults are like my buddies for easter i don't know if you know who joey diaz is yeah joey diaz yeah. for easter comes over to my house one year and my wife has invited kids. My other my friend's kids, and Joey brings edible marijuana. And fucking no one yeah. planned on taking Easter with edible marijuana. But next, thing you know, my dad's got a handful. He ate it on accident. <laughs> I'm eating it, and everyone's like, "Fuck!" And my wife's like, "You can't mix our two. You can't bring your comic friends around our adult friends." But I don't know how the fuck I got on this. But I was gonna say, um, oh, like when you ever like with adult friends, you'll see like a good-looking dude. And like and like skinny with like a Patagonia jacket, and then like a obese woman, and you just think, like, what and happened? I'm, I'm, yeah, like what happened? Like what happened, I'm yeah. I'm being judgy right now, but like you go, he can't be happy. She no, can't be yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. Like none of them. They've met both attractive, and that is like the fucking deal. I said it to my wife before start dating. I was like, please don't get fat because I think I'll cheat on you. And she was like, <laughs> like it's like like it's her fault if you cheat. Well, look, everyone That's proposes crazy. in their own way. By the way, I mean you have the perfect six pack too right now. <laughs> Shut up. The fuck are you talking about? You're like, yeah, she better not that. get obese, or fuck I'm that. gonna fuck around. No, he's franchise like, players, no, I'm a he's, franchise player right now. <laughs> obesity, people that have obesity are depressed. So if why she's is she depressed? It. Maybe because I don't know. You're being an asshole. Okay. If she gets fat, you turn the TV on. Like I'm on TV. That's what you get right now. But is there right? not? Is it? Fuck. Is it completely crazy to say like, let's say like um a guy is like a funny, charming guy, and he hooks up with a really hot chick, and the chick really likes that he's funny and charming, and he really likes that she's hot. Is it not kind of saying like if if they get together and they're in a relationship and then the guy just stops being funny and charming, it's kind of like oh well that's what I was attracted to about you. <laughs> By the way, and if you if you're hot, that's every comic fat. you marry, you just you don't see the funny charming that twelve minute presentation you got up front. <laughs> yeah. You just get the depressed Dude, alcoholic. I'm a terrible comic. Fucking weaning himself off <laughs> Vicodin and Valium. What yeah? What comic is funny and charming when you live with them? They're all no. like, well, who am I? What can no? I'm how saying do, I do that. My no, my, the point that I'm trying to make is that if it's okay to judge that. 
I'm not saying that doesn't no, happen. Yeah, I'm saying that right. does happen. I'm saying if it's okay to judge that, why is it not okay to also judge the chick who lost the looks? You guys always fucking think chicks are going around judging you. Chicks are the most understanding people on the planet. They what? Oh, what are you? Yeah. You think Phil? chicks don't yeah, judge? Women are the most they judgmental people. They judge as people. much as we judge. They judge equal amount. It's no, equal. dude, dude. It's equal. Everybody, you know, you're insecure. That's why you think chicks are like pointing out all your flaws. We, I, are you writing a book? Women are so understanding. <laughs> wait, how do, They're wait, so I, understanding I don't think... about our bullshit. And then we're just like, don't get fat, bitch. <laughs> you better not get fat. But d- d- I wasn't having like a fear of women judging me. I'm just saying in a relationship where yeah. like if, if a woman's hot and then she loses her looks, is that not a legitimate grievance? If, well, that's, your, every, if that's your main priority, every I mean, woman's going to... Well, why does that have to be the no, main men priority? Are, men are visual animals and that is the truth. Men are visual animals. So we are attracted to what we see and women get a connection differently than men. They, they, they don't look at their guy like fucking love that body. I don't know. I, I don't barely... Li- I don't know if I'm accurate on that. But there is... There is something to be said for the fact that everyone's going to get ugly. Like, everyone's going to get ugly. Not me. Yeah. I'm keeping it forever. I mean, my wife wife is definitely looks much better than the average, like, 40-whatever, three-year-old this year, 45 or whatever she is. But, like... (laughs) Uh, You better get that number right if she's going to listen to this. I know she's older than me, and I don't like it. I fucking wish she wasn't. Michael Ian Black and I were talking about it one time. His wife's older than him, and it sucks because they always go, God, I'm getting so old. And you're like, yeah, you are. I'm not. I'm still very young. Like, I'm 42. Like, leave that shit to you. (laughs) But, But, like, there is... Everyone's going to get ugly and get old, and everyone's going to get ugly. And I think... What maybe men are doing, or I, and I'll I'll just say me, but I'm not cheating on my wife, but it's just like trying to hold on to your youth, because boys, women grow up quicker than men. Like it's like at 11 or fucking emotionally th- 13. It's like yeah. they kill the little girl. They kill the little girl. You can't find. Look at a woman these days. You can't see her as a little girl playing with dolls. You just see a woman, like a woman who carries herself. Like, but you look at boys. Like I can see you as a little boy right now. Yeah, like, I can it's see the little. Yeah, boy it's a really interesting like uh, thing. Yeah, you can. Like I, I don't know. There's something about guys that there's kind of just like they are who they are. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like our cards are just kind of on the table. At the like, second, yeah, the, yeah, at five, like five years old, you get a, a set of cards, and that's you for it forever. <laughs> and and your cards are always there, and they may get a little better, but they're pretty much that's it. So what about the crime? That's very a little girl thing to do when your girl's you know something happens she starts bawling. I, That's this a child. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and don't jump on me. But this, I'm gonna say this out loud. I think it is so sexy when my wife cries. <laughs> like I, when she cries, it is the. It's like the purest representation of her soul. That's like, why you're in, you know you're in love. That's vulnerability. I you love, you it. love her vulnerability. Whereas when you're dating people and they show vulnerability, you're like I I can't. I, I got to get out of here. I'll see you later. <laughs> I I gotta, gotta, you shouldn't have been, You shouldn't have shown a, weakness in front of me. I don't Gross. I think there's a gap between the two thoughts there. To think crying is sexy? I, I don't like think my girlfriend enjoys my girlfriend's, her pain. My girlfriend's I, crying. I'm like, I, I love you, and I want to help you and make you feel better. I'm not like, yeah, fucking I, no, cry. I, I, get, I, get, I get turned on. Yeah, no, I think she best. needs him. That's yeah. that's sexy. When she her what she does is her lip. Is that the like, sex? That's the appeal of it. Is that she? You're like, I don't know she's what it is. Desperate or something. I find like, it, I find it so desperate. attractive. Like, well, you like, said she needs you. I mean, is it what's the what does is it have to be desperation? I find it so sexy. What does she usually cry over? Like like she like. I mean, I probably won't, can't say why, but like, not like maybe a if she fight. listens to a podcast. You <laughs> <laughs> <She might fall. laughs> You're with you, threats. You perhaps. said I was 45. I'm 43. <laughs> the, uh, well, see, like adults don't get this. 
Like, yeah. adults, lawyers don't get to sit in a fucking room and talk to people like this. Like, just f- totally free, offending people on the internet, I'm sure, throughout. there's I'm sure there's a fat-shaming website that's just fucking lighting us up right now. How dare uh, yeah. you? But, um, I don't know, my wife cried, uh, um, like, uh, when her cat died. And it was just, it turned me on. Like, it was just like, the look, it's like a very pure... Like, I don't know if it's vulnerability, but it's, like, fucking raw. It's And, like, her lip does this thing, like, where it's... She has, like, a, a bigger top lip, and it kind of, like, like folds a little bit. Like, just... And I just fucking turn <laughs> oh, me man, on. Oh, man, you're kind of turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new website, womencrying.com. Oh, I wouldn't so mind. There's that website, uh, there was a... Where you just look at people have... Or- watch people have orgasms. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. It's like seen uh, it. I forget what it's called, but you just go online and it's and you just see the people's faces as they have orgasms. It's all girls, oh, a couple of dudes in there. But I've seen the compilation. Did yeah. you know the compilation? Yeah, online. I saw the compilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty interesting to watch people have an orgasm. Oh, just, I love it. I, I'm silent. I don't. I think I make like a like a fucking sniper face. Like a, Dude, <clears> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I yeah, I was talking about this the other day. Like I think when I fuck girls, I'll make some noise, but I think it's all for them. Like, I'll, when I fucking go, you know, when I come, I'll be like, uh, or something like that. But like, when I jerk uh, off, I don't, make, I don't a make a noise at all. Like, I'm just totally. fucking silently come. It's training. It's it's training. It's, it's, just, it's, this it's is just for them. Yeah. If you think about it, all our, this is, I've thought about this for, maybe for fucking 15 years, but I'm really quick during sex. I've always been quick. But I think that's our training. Our training is in a bathroom, tight, quick, silent, like a sniper, oh, yeah. like just, yes. oh, you don't, you can't make noises because you're going to get caught. You don't want to get caught. You want it to be quick and fast. Whereas women learn sexually with a partner most of the time and they learn it's like it's like it's like totally different like my wife has sex and she is sharing something where sometimes I feel like I've got my ear to the floor like you know, like listening because that's the way I was trained <laughs> yeah no 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 I mean it's like and then you're like I wish she would make more when you can you moan and do something for me like let me hear your enjoyment and then I'm like <laughs> Like silently three pumps. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if my wife makes too much noise, I start having an orgasm immediately. Yeah, she starts going, huh? I'm like, okay, why? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You gotta be quiet like me. Right? That's hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I agree. Another double standard. Love a noise. There's another another double standard. standard. Yeah. She's she said to me one time. She's like, "Uh, when you have sex, it's like you're at the dentist. Like you just stare at (laughs) you, me, in my glasses. So she has these hot glasses. I like when she wears. She's the one getting the filling. Am I right, boys? Gross, Joe. All right, so you wanna, that hold makes on to this you a rapist. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about Jameis Winston? Who? James, what happened with him? The quarterback. Uh, the quarterback of Florida State. What, what is happened? there a new story? Uh, no, no. Well, no. Uh, the He's, girl that he was accused of in 2012 is now filing a personal lawsuit against him. Why doesn't her dad just go with some of his friends and cut all his right fingers off? I don't think because well, that's vigilante justice and it's illegal. That's what I do. That's what I do. That's what I do. I don't. I don't. In a fu- no, but for how long? You just cut some fingers off. I don't think he did it. I don't. I think. I think she's trying to get shit out of him. You really don't think? He did I really it. don't think he did it. Yeah, no. He can fuck any chick I don't know he wanted at Florida State. Yeah, but that's what? never... You can't say shit it, like that, dude. I mean, look, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, I don't know the details of the case, but the, the the defense of he can get whoever he wants isn't a good I defense just, for I don't rape. Know. Lots, I, lots of rapists well, yeah, are, like, high profile. What if that girl and she said no? Yeah, Bill Cosby uh, d- d- could get lots of pussy. I mean, it's, it doesn't, like... You know, there's lots of rapists who are, like, at high... Uh, you know... I don't know uh, why I, I just, I just don't have... Yeah, no, maybe it's not true. Maybe it's not true. You don't think he did it? I just don't think he did it. Yeah, I don't know why. Most rape victims 
I mean, a lot of rape victims don't even report. So the ones that do report, they were raped. I no, mean, no, no. Like, that's not true either, dude. That's not true either. It's Look, true. Dude, you can't just say the ones who report are raped. Like, okay, so that UVA, yeah. that UVA point chick zero zero one percent. No, that's not lying. true. You're completely yeah. wrong, dude. There's actual studies on the 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 ranges from two to eight percent to forty seven percent. There's been a lot of studies done on this, but no one says point oh. Women make up rape a lot, dude. That false rape accusations are a thing. I know several friends who have had false rape accusations against them. I also know several friends who have been raped. I mean, you know, that's but that is a real thing, dude. This UVA chick, that uh, Tawana Brawley, like things like that exist, dude. Like that, that's you know, it, that, they you, ruin people's lives. You can't, yeah. The you, Duke lacrosse kids. You can't. Yeah, the Duke lacrosse kids. Patrice was, went to jail as my dad was a kid. Someone like that. Yeah, it was a very I with a similar was, thing. I think his was statutory. His was the statutory. Fact that she was yeah. Younger. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the exact. I heard no, it he was he was underage too. He went to like juvie. It, w- it wasn't statutory. It was that she you know said it was. Yeah, but he consensual. went to big boy jail for the summer. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, but he didn't do it though. Like yeah, no, he did have sex with her. He did oh, have he sex. Did? With her. Oh. Yeah, he did have he sex. He said, with her. "Look, we're going off what he said." So we, you know, but I, I I believe he's being honest because he was like the most honest person I ever met. Yeah. But uh, look, I'm just saying, dude. I, whatever it is, it's like you. I don't think you can like. You can say, oh, because he could have any chick he wanted. It's not rape. But I also don't think you can just say, oh, because she accused him. It's rape. Well, it's, like, you got you to gotta look at it this way. Let and, the court decide. Well, yeah. I that, well, that's what the they're going to do. Detectives, lawyers, let them figure it out. Well, but they, they did decide, and they the, threw it out. Yeah, the court did decide, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Not, I'm not, like, I, the last thing I ever want to be is, like, a, a guy that doesn't, because I'm a guy, and I've been in weird fucking situations, and I'm never, I've never been accused of rape, but like, I can only imagine... But I've raped. Uh, I'm, no, <laughs> but I can only imagine weird situations like that, and I don't know what's going on, I hate to be the guy to jump off... Like, when the Duke lacrosse thing went down, I was like, that didn't happen. I knew that in my head. I was like, for some reason, I was like, they didn't, they didn't rape that girl. That, that was fake. Um, in which it came out that it was fake, that she made it up. She just wanted money from them. And that ha- That's that- why I think, because he's about to sign a contract where he's going to be worth so much money, and she's doing it this time. Why didn't she file the lawsuit right after it was dismissed? Because there were guy, she- guys are about to uh, sign a contract where they're going to make a bunch of money and rape people all the time. I mean, you can't say just because it would be beneficial to her that it didn't happen, you know? Just Wait, because, so what's, what's just going because somebody, uh, a guy's powerful, doesn't mean someone's going after him just to get some of his money. I think, I think, I think powerful <laughs> guys are more likely to rape. They feel entitled. Well, they I think feel... in the drive for power, you could argue maybe is something. You know what I mean? Like there might be a correlation and almost like the right. type of person who's got. You know, I, a lot of it's powerless men too that that want to establish power over anybody. Yeah, I think what you're saying is accurate. I, I think that, and I, I think that you have to take with. Uh, like with the fucking weight of the world when a woman comes out and says I've been raped you've got to take that with the weight of the world because it is so much fucking paperwork like there's so much shit that this woman's now going to go through in her life yeah. for but, w- for a statement but what about innocent until proven guilty i mean that's kind totally. of a, a thing too like totally totally but you and so you got to accept in that same i believe in that same thing where you go all right clearly there is let's just throw a real round number out like fucking 13% of the men have rape abilities in them. They're, they're, they could rape a woman and and date rape and, and all the spectrums of rape. Thirteen percent of the men. Well, then you got that, that's a crazy side of man. That's a craziness in there. We got to remember. Then there's probably thir- exact mirror number of women that are fucking crazy that would probably falsely accuse men of rape as well. So I'm. Sh- but I will just say I just I just can't imagine in this scenario 
accusing, I mean, I don't know, you'd have to be really out of your fucking mind to accuse the star quarterback of the national championship team. Someone's out of their minds. Look, you got one, one way or the other way. This, this happened, either this, someone raped someone happened. or someone's making it up. And either way, that's a fucking She's horrendous thing. This happened way before he was that, the, even if he's convicted. But this happened before She's he was a quarterback. Shame for that. Oh, really? like, it happened his freshman year. He was redshirting. Oh, he was really? on the team, but he wasn't the star quarterback. Oh, okay. Well, dude, okay. I do. I also do. I, I agree with like what Jared's saying. That there is a lot of shit, dude. Did you see the? Um, I, I, it's not a TED Talks, but it's like one of those type of present. You know that that's like the thing now. Yeah. Just those presentations, like with an earpiece on a big stage. But Monica Lewinsky gave. Yeah, I fucking that was a TED was it a TED Talk? That fucking hit home with me, dude. I didn't see Would it. you for a second put yourself in this fucking poor girl's shoes? She's twenty-two. Okay, the most powerful man in the fucking universe. Someone, something no woman could resist like no you know and yep. by the way f- the feminist outrage is so quiet against bill clinton it's ridiculous but she and she's like dude i was humiliated she said she wanted to kill herself from just being so mortified that she is imagine being a 22 year old chick and you are the slut of the world like that's what you're known at like i mean that, I, I i don't know it really hit home with me just for a second being i didn't like, see, Man, it. I see it now. that fucking that must have sucked i'm gonna watch that too <laughs> yeah, when i was when hey, i first she say she could she hasn't had a job since well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. Maybe uh, she talks about like the struggle. Now she seems to be like kind of like okay with that. But you do for a second. You're like, oh yeah. Well, we're all making jokes, man. She was 22. That that's got to be fucking tough. You're just like a, a completely under the radar person, oh, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, it's right out of college. They everyone, shit you did out of college. Fuck, you did the thing yeah. that you're not supposed to do. You're talking about the jizz on your dress, like you, details. You know, you like, make like the stupidest decisions when you're 22, man. Nothing yeah. I did when I was 22 is smart. It was all garbage yeah. Yeah. decisions. When so I decided to do comedy, <laughs> yeah, for example. When I first moved to LA, uh, I had uh, a TV show and I lived in this house in the hills and I thought I had it fucking made. I felt like I had everything going for me and I remember coming home one night and my roommate Matt was sitting on my bed with Monica Lewinsky. And I walked in, wow. and I, went, I, went, I was like, I used to, because I'm a big drinker, but I didn't like walking through the house to go to the refrigerator. So I used to keep beers in a cooler by, in my bedroom, because I didn't know the other two roommates that well. So like... Uh, Dude, you don't got to qualify it. I'm a drinker, too. You want yeah. some beers in your bedroom. <laughs> good, good, good. So you were an alcoholic. <laughs> I was. Uh, and so I walked in, and, and I was sitting there, and I was like, holy shit. I mean, I really like, it was like seeing a great white shark. You're just like, what the fuck? And uh, we ended up just sitting around having beers and sitting on my bed. And he was like, yeah, you know, and she was such a human person that you just totally forget about it. It's like the shit with Trayvon Martin or or Michael Brown or any of these guys. You totally forget. Like, you may, people may go, well, fuck, his parents didn't do whatever. You totally forget. They were someone's little kid. Like, just like anyone else. They were just a little kid that had dreams. And, and Michael, like, and that's the one thing that you get, I get hooked on is that, the humanity of people, you just disconnect. I think it's something about being in comedy. I always felt like just within the first few years, there was something very interesting about that. Just whatever it is that you, you kind of see some famous people or whatever, you know, whatever. There's just, just like Chris Rock coming by the cellar or something like that. But you just kind of do get, you're like, all these people you watch on TV, you're like, oh, they're people. It's just yeah. a weird yeah. kind of like lesson. You, when you just know someone from TV, it is. We do that with the audience, too. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Our jokes are just like, the crowds don't like this, this hits, that hits, yeah. they suck, they're good, they're hot. These are human beings. You're absolutely right. a bunch you of human beings. Them. Yeah, it's just one unit. You do dehumanize them. You forget that their opinions are maybe valid because they're humans. Right. Yeah. You just like, think of them as this fucking coverall piece of thing that came to see you. It's like a all, weird thing. And it's all like your perspective. You know, like you get lost in like, it's like what suits you. Did they like the joke or not? I remember like being in a, in a sales job before I started comedy and like people, you know, it's just like you get, you get this attitude. It's like, oh, that fucking cunt came in. She talked to me for 25 minutes, didn't buy anything. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it, but is she really a cunt? I mean, she's, she's yeah. a customer of yours and yeah, she had some questions. Just, I mean, you didn't do a very good job yeah, selling it. Yeah, How many times have you fucking done that to people? 
What? Go in a store, look at shit for like oh, 10 exactly. minutes. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, no, she's not a cunt at all. You're just only seeing this from your perspective. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like that's why Twitter and the shaming on Twitter is so fucked up because it's like nobody has to look someone else in the eye and, and say, You're a bad person. And you see it's what, harder to do it. That's when you see what people really are though, in a way. Oh, you know, oh. you see you see like what humanity really is oh. when you don't have to look at the chat threads on fucking YouTube. Oof. If that is the canary in the mind for race relations, we are fucked. Yeah. I mean, it is just like I mean, I remember me and uh, this guy Tom Segura. I don't know if you guys know Tom. Tom and yeah. I. Yeah. Tom You're throwing everybody out. That's pretty famous, by the way. No, but then, Tom's not fucking famous. <laughs> Tom's Tom's amazing. Into comedy, no, man. comedy. Is. Oh yeah, I guess in comedy. Oh, but I always think like I always think there's two groups: New York and L.A. And and there are guys that I know in L.A. that I don't know if you know, but like, you know, I mean, Tom would be one of them, and his wife. Yeah. I wouldn't know that you know, him, but they do have a popular podcast. But like, um, Ari Shafir bridged this divide two years yeah. ago. Yeah, he really did. We're now all he? one. Yeah. Um, Tom uh, and I would read chat threads of this uh, joke I had on YouTube. I had to, had to take the chat thread out. I had to take the fucking joke off. And it, was, it wasn't even that bad of it. It was a very hacky joke. It was that uh, I was driving to the, to the venue that I was performing at and I typed in keep me off highway. So it took me through Compton. And I said uh, Take and I didn't realize it said take a left on Crenshaw Boulevard and punch it go go go. <laughs> it was a hacky joke, but um, like but it. what was funny was that so, and and the joke was titled. This is back when you, I mean, this I feel like I lived in a different generation of comedy. This is when in order to get views on your YouTube page, you'd put something volatile so people would click it. So it was just titled it was just titled black people. So the, so <laughs> but black people would click it and then watch it. But what they were really upset about was that Crenshaw doesn't run through Compton. So they'd be like this cracker motherfucker, and then white people would just attack them and go, he's just trying to make a point. And then Asians would jump in and be like, fuck both of you guys, you're both garbage. It was fucking fascinating. And yeah. so we'd read it back and forth to each other and be like, this can't be how people feel. It is now wait, it do is you think it's really what people are really like, or do you think that they heighten themselves when they get on online? No, That's I think, what I think. I, I, I think agree. They heighten it's, their No, yeah. I, I do. It's this like kind of... Um, it's not a. It's not so much saying what people are really like, but it does. It, it's kind of like a, um, a Lord of the Flies type thing. It's like if you remove all the, like you're removing the constraints that yeah. usually keep this part of people out. This is what it is. This is what it is. Uh, fucking like maybe maybe six years ago, uh, I didn't. I was I was doing Ontario Improv, and I we had a party at a at a thing. My buddy James and Chris, uh, we were at a park. It was a kids' party, and they brought a bottle of Jack Daniels, and they're like, "Hey, you wanna?" Hit this, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta drive tonight. I don't drink and drive, so I go. I gotta drive tonight. So I don't think I'm gonna be able to drink today." And they were like, "Oh, fucking come on!" And they're like, "If you don't drink, then we're gonna look like shit. Like if it's just us drinking." I was like, "Why? What do I? What can I tell you? I gotta drive tonight." So I walked over to the women that were my wife and and Marta and all our friends were all sitting at the table, and they saw them drinking, and they I got to be a part of something I'm never a part of, and that was um uh it's like uh, this superiority of this like looking down at them like are you fuck are they doing that and I got to be on that group I'm never in that group and it was so fucking empowering to just fucking shame them and be like I, I yeah I don't get it and they were like they're like you're not drinking and I was like I know I told them I, I I didn't want to do it it's a kids party and they're like and and they were doing it about James specifically and I was like and it was so interesting it was such a fucking like like uh, it, like intoxicating feeling. Yeah, dude, this is this is like I mean I'm not I don't mean to say like obviously this is like a small level, but this is like how things like the Holocaust fucking happen. Like, dude, people get in 
to fucking judging one group of people. Like they, yes. it, it is. It's like a fucking drug, dude. Yeah. Like like being righteous and superior. It, it's like it's something you got to fight in yourself. You got to booger like, right here. Oh, sorry, the right. whole fucking show. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the whole show. The whole show. Why the are you telling show. me now? We're I didn't know what it, I didn't know what it was like, until it, I saw you breathe and it shot out. Oh, He's yeah. enjoying being yeah. righteous. No, it's it's you're booger right. Righteous. Here's the problem with special interest groups. Is like is like PETA. And by the way, I'm all about animals, but it's just interesting that PETA doesn't give a fuck about Mexicans at all. Like yeah. they don't care about Mexicans at all. Like that is the most most I think important issue in this country is allowing Mexicans who've been here citizenship. I I do not understand what the fuck we're doing. Well, you you start to talk about like you you have all these things where you're like you'll care about like whatever some some issue of like you know people are suffering. You're like, well, why wouldn't we care about the ones who are like suffering the most, like yeah. the people who literally have the least? Who you know what I mean? And they, it, it's just like, but no one cares about real issues. You know yeah. what I mean? They want these kind of like it's like if you you know. Whatever, like Hillary Clinton takes money from Saudi Arabia. Oh, let's just no, talk, let's just talk, no, Brit, no one cares. Let's do Brit McHenry, the fucking ESPN reporter. Everyone's outraged. I mean, there's not one person that supports that girl, and all of us have had our tow card car towed, and none of us had walked and walked in like, thank you for doing that. Who? One of our friends, some some comic, I got uh, my car posted towed. posted a thing oh. like their Yelp reviews that that car towing place, and evidently they're like a fucking horrible company that like all these people are shitting on. No, I mean, it's like, wait, what did she getting say? Getting your car towed is the worst. Like it, it you can't even. Like, I've got my car. I've been there. When they're telling my car, I'm like, listen, guys, please, I don't have much money. Can you please? Nope, sorry. We're yeah, doing it. It's, taking it's, it. It's, it is, it's it is, like, it is fucking, it is cut it off and sear the limb at the fucking uh, wound. That's how a towing company has to work. Like, once they get there, the, your car, once they've undone their things, your car is done and you have to pay for it. And it sucks. And sometimes it's this, and I think from what I hear, this company was guilty of, of kind of towing people that were suspect. And like, and not really having like fucking legalities to it. But who's going to write a positive Yelp review for a okay, towing but company? The, well, that's true. That's a good point. No <laughs> one's going to be like, what a great fucking job. This <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, they but, were professional. They were polite. <laughs> yeah. And after I paid the $800, they gave my car right back. <laughs> my, buddy, my buddy went on an uh, interview for to work for a tow company. And he wore like a shirt and tie and like sat down. He was like a young at the time and needed a job. And he sat down at the desk and the guy goes, uh, uh, welcome, Mr. Uh, Lever. And he goes, Kit, let me ask you this. Can you fight? My buddy's like, my buddy goes, uh, yeah. And he goes, great, you're hired. <laughs> and that was the whole interview. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Can you fight? Yeah. You it's a... just, people fucking no, fight oh, truck yeah. drivers. Can you oh, all the getting time. racial slurs lobbed at you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. then you got the job. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's in, but well, that whole point is like, everyone's fucking outraged. And it's like, I look back at the list of people we've been outraged about. No, I'm guilty of getting on Facebook and double clicking it and going, oh, that is fucking selfie Auschwitz girl. Remember that girl? Yeah. We fucking hated her for a week, and then she's gone. I, I get why like people hate her, because she was very cunty while she was doing it, but very. I've been in that situation. Yeah, but, I've been like in my head, like, I fucking hate you people. I dude, when you, you lose die. it, when you lose it, and you're just trying to hurt someone's feelings. Dude, we've all been there before, where you're just yeah. fucking like, I'm I furious, never, and I'm just trying to fucking get, and that's what she was doing. Yeah. Trying she was to just, hurt their she, feelings. Just, just look, I'm going to, like, that. I'm like going to go at, you're fat, you're a loser, I'm in a better place in life than you. Look, it's not a pretty moment, it's but, not, we've, but we've all it, lost our shit it. Yeah, lost my I saw the West Westboro. What's it, is that? What it's called? Westboro Baptist. Baptist Church. Yeah. yeah, they were. Uh, this is when the Michael, not Michael Sam, Michael Sam, right? Yeah, he's the gay, the gay Missouri. Yeah, yeah. football player. They were like protesting. I didn't know Westboro Church was just bullshit. They're just like a bunch of goofs. It's like a fuck. It. It's almost like theater. They're, they try to. They're just lawyers trying to get people to sue them. Yeah, so. they're just idiots. I, I thought they were real people, and we were in Missouri, and they were driving by, and we saw them. So I. I was with Tommy Jonigan and I was like, I'm gonna get out the window, and I was like, Fuck you, you fucking.
fucking piece. I got so angry. I go, you fucking faggots. <laughs> and I, I called them faggots. I was like, well, the, well that was, yeah. There goes that point. That I guess I, uh, you guys I completely, are nothing but a low life bunch of. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just completely flipped. That, oh, dude, yeah. that's so funny. I'm worse <laughs> than you. Like, they weren't even using that language. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. But I was trying to, you know, that's the most hateful thing I could come up with. Everyone's done it. I've, here's, I got, I was very lucky in that I got tape recorded young in my career by the New York Times. I didn't know I was getting tape recorded. And I, and that, once that happens to you one time, you're done for the rest of your life and you never, you, you choose your words very wisely in moments like that. One time What'd I got. What'd you say? Uh, just talk shit about Florida State. It was when I was in college, uh, and I and I said, "Listen, off the record." And the guy was like, "Oh, of course." And I said, "Look, the school's being a bunch of fucking cunts. Like, I don't know if I said that, but a bunch of assholes. The teachers are being fucking backstabbing. Two of them aren't going to graduate me now, and they won't let me do redo." And I told it all. I wrote about it in my book, but I but um, I wrote a little bit, but and and I got tape recorded. And my dad, I, I called my dad, and I was like, "He can't do that." And he goes, "Buddy, he can do whatever the fuck he wants." He's like, "You're in the public eye. You good? What you welcome?" This new, it's interesting. We've welcomed this big brother. We everyone always was always afraid of big brother. We've almost embraced it. Like, ooh, uh, let's let's take our celebrities and let's fucking see how they react in bad. I mean, look at punked. The fucking people you they t- tried to t- t- Tracy Morgan's car one time and he was not cool. <laughs> Kanye West was about to kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and and we all giggle. And then when it happens in real life, we're like, "Fuck that cunt! She's such a piece of shit. She's just what we knew. It's like when getting bit by a snake. You knew it was a fucking snake. She's a hot chick. This is how she's been her whole fucking life. She hasn't had to interact for much, and when she does, she loses her shit. I had the girl from we were talking about Saved by the Bell. The girl, the uh, Stacy. Oh no! From uh, Clueless, Stacy, the black chick from Clueless. Remember? Yeah, the yeah, Clueless? yeah. She one time I was in a spin class sure. and she took my my yeah she took my bike. I had to put my stuff on my bike, my my thing, my shoes, my water, and then I went over to get something and I came back and it was on the floor next to it and she was on the bike and I said, "Whoa, that's my bike!" And she goes, "No, this is my bike." I said, "My stuff was on that." She goes, "Oh, I moved it." And I went, no, 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 that's not how that fucking goes, works. Yes, you moved it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, was like, no, this is mine. And it was interesting to me, she didn't have communication skills at all. She didn't have any communication skills on how to interact with this situation. All she knew how to do was go to the defect of cunty bitch. I've, dude, I've, I've, I've experienced this before. It's like they have two speeds. It's yeah. like the cunt or the... Mm, like, all they yeah. know how to do is one of Free those drinks, two. shots, dude, or wait, wait, fuck yeah. you. Hot who's girls. The, wait, who's they? Hot girls. All, all women it's, again. No, 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 wow. no. No, 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 no. I'm so surprised you went there. No, I'm not saying women. No, I'm very specifically not saying women. I'm saying hot women. women. Tens. I'm talking about really, really hot women exist in a different world than the rest of us do. You have to admit this. That it is the the golden door policy. When you are a fucking supermodel, life is a little bit more downstream swimming. And of course, by the way, there are exceptions to this. I'm not, I happen I'm to not know that like, that girl you're talking about is a Republican, so that's where I would put it. It's, uh, <laughs> she's a fucking Republican. Hey, so. Look, being, being a white male <laughs> in this society is downstream swimming. It's, a fu- it's not fucking upstream. You go, like... And I'm not saying that that, 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 that there aren't like real hateful um, black chicks out there or, or ugly chicks, but I'm just saying like when you're a, like a fucking... Like, the the industry that defines attractive people, Hollywood and modeling, when they pick you and say you are top one of the hottest in the country, you will now be in a movie or you will now be a reporter on the sidelines for fucking sports. I mean, fucking. But look, when you when you look at a guy like um like what like some some uh, 
you know, a, a superstar athlete or something like that, where you go, this guy has literally like his entire life. He's been walking around yeah. with everyone like you're the man, you're this. That is a type of thing that like a ten. A, you know what I'm saying? When you meet a girl that's almost like intimidating to stand next to. Those like just they have had this kind of thing their entire life. Like everyone's just wanted to be like around LeBron. Them, to like they told him he's the legend. Yes, at you know they yeah. just have this different kind of like um, life's different. They think swagger. Sure, yeah. but then then we are admitting that it's like men and women, right? Because there's there, yes, it could have easily been some prick dude. In, in different ways. Class. Let me tell you something. But in different ways. It's different to be LeBron than the hot chick. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, uh, for yeah, better or worse, it. but yeah. Well, I don't think, I don't, I mean, maybe LeBron would be a little different if his but car got But if it had towed. been LeBron, you'd have been like, it's cool, LeBron. He would have never, LeBron would have never gone and picked up his car himself. And if he had, I bet everyone would lose their shit. And LeBron like, wouldn't have cared. He's like, all right, whatever, I have millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you can go do that. I don't care. I mean, me and uh, my car got towed in college, and John Dacre, John Dacre's car got towed. Let me re- let me start this all over. <laughs> John Dacre passed out the night before April Fool's at a uh, Taco Bell drive through and a cop was behind him, knocked on the window, punched it, flew into a fucking Domino's. Oops. Yep. And so they impounded his car, and... And when he got had to get it out, it was like fucking a ton of money. And John Dacre wiped his ass with the bills, just fucking. Uh. And to give him, he's like, "Fuck these guys, they can't take my car." But he did get a DUI. But, but, uh, but I don't think anyone's. It's. I just think it's amazing that we've embraced this fucking society that is snitchy, tattletale-y. because that's what. Fahrenheit four was it? What was Big Brother? Was that Fahrenheit four? No, that's nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah, yeah. nineteen eighty four was all about yeah fucking Big Brother watching us, and we'll never want that. People are Dude. outraged. You put cameras on the fucking stoplights. Yeah, but well. what a fucking genius! I mean, Orwell was to like be in the forties to predict like how fucking you know. I mean, look, 80, maybe it should have been called two thousand fifteen. But what a fucking accurate like obviously not exactly, but really kind of got where society was going, yeah. like where, the the direction. But uh. Yeah, it's amazing how much of it's voluntary. Oh, you know I what I mean? To, like, I wanted to videotape someone on my flight last night. They were being a jerk. They were being a jerk to the to the flight attendant, and they weren't fucking listening. And they were just—it was just like they didn't—they were above it. It was—it was by the way, it was a very attractive woman, and she just was above it. They're like, "We're closing the door. No one need, no one can get up." And the girl just stood up. She said, "Ma'am, I need you to sit down." She goes, "I'm using the restroom." She goes, "No, ma'am." I need you to sit down. In order for you to close the door, I need you to be sitting in your seat. She goes, I'm, I'm going to just use the restroom real quick. In a weird way, I wanted to videotape it because I thought maybe I'll get some hits. Maybe if I periscope this, everyone will fucking – I get more followers. It's it, That is what people feel. That's why I saw – I got fucking – I fell off a waterfall recently and, and really fucked up my back. And I was on this trailhead in North Carolina, and I was I thought I shattered my spine, and I thought I fucking rip, broke ribs. Oof. And these girls were fucking videotaping me. It was so fucking... And I have my whole film crew there, and these two girls just pulled up, and they're like, who is he? Because they see the film crew. And they're like, oh, it's he was a show. They didn't even know who I was. And I watched the girl just start tape recording it on her phone, just on the sly. And I wanted to go... I wanted to go... I just... It was like so weird. And I was like, what, what is that behavior? She just wants to get hits on her channel so that people fucking to be fa- I don't know. I was watching... I, I, I was doing a show at Gotham. I was hosting it, and Jerry Seinfeld came on, okay? He gets on stage. Everybody stands up. Everybody gets their phone out and starts filming him. Everybody won't stop talking. He's here! Jerry Seinfeld is here! It's like, then, like... F- Four minutes go past and he's going okay, okay, and then like five, and you're like, <laughs> great if you guys shut the fuck up and sit down, he'll do the thing that makes <laughs> you excited that he's here. Yeah, but they don't connect it to that. Oh. It's all just capturing that they were that they are somehow touching it. Perisco- so strange. Periscope's gonna fuck it up. Yeah, Periscope's gonna fuck up shows. 
because people are just start periscoping so they can get viewers. Hey guys, I'm periscoping Burt Kreischer's hour special. Click, and then you're just sitting there on stage and you're doing a whole set. You have no fucking clue. And yeah. this guy's got fucking seven thousand followers. Because can they record? Oh, it does record. Yeah. And so then that'll be someone set. You're live streaming your sets. That will happen. I guarantee it. And then when you do what Patton did and say, remember everyone was outraged at Patton because he fucking told some heckler off. Yeah. And everyone was like, fuck Patton. How dare he? And Patton, I think Patton had to fucking apologize. But people tape recording sets. You're not allowed to do that. This is my art. Patton Oswalt, he explained himself, but he did not. I don't think he, and I think he didn't need to apologize. And I don't think he really apologized. Okay. I think he just explained what had happened. You know, he was like, come on. I used to, uh, I used to sit in the back and want to tape record everyone's fucking set just so I could listen to it at home. When you're trying to figure out comedy, yeah. I definitely recorded one of Attell's sets. I sat back. I had my recorder for my set. I was like, I got extra time on here. He's doing 15. I just clicked it, and I just, I, I walked. I can tell you exactly where I was. I walked down uh, um, one block east of, uh, one block west of Sixth Street. Uh, it's called, um, I forget. It's, um, uh, God. I forget the name. It's, I used to live on that street. And I, I remember walking down listening to his set, like, secret. I was like, if anyone knew I did this, they'd fucking hate me. But I just was listening to it going, how does he figure this? How, what is this premise? Like, this is, you couldn't get on YouTube and look at comics and figure out how someone created a joke. You had to fucking sit in the clubs. Did you, do you think that it helped, like, you figured anything out from, like, listening like that? I, I, I went, uh, my first real joke that I wrote that was good um, was complete. Dave Attell setup punch complete. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. And I and 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 by the way, I can't even claim any of this joke. The jo- real joke, I was on a flight to Scotland to go meet up with Patrice and Voss, and I got cut off on the plane. And the when the waitress cut me off, I was just fucking drunk, and she was so like, she was about to cut me off, and I took put my finger on her lips. I went shh, <laughs> and I told Patrice that, and Patrice is like, it needs to be a cop. And I was like, what? And he goes, the. The stakes are higher with a cop. It's, no one's going to give a fuck that it's a stewardess. Make it a cop. Say, And so I was like, how do I write that joke? And I just literally thought, how would David Tell write it? Literally said to myself, uh, you know what cops hate? When you touch their faces. That's exactly. I mean, yeah. And that was my first joke that ever fucking worked. I did a lot of that when I was young in comedy, just kind of writing in other people's voices. You know, oh, you, just kinda, you have an idea and you go, well, what would this guy do? A million people this guy, did you know? Hedberg. A million people did Hedberg. Yeah. No one's done Bobby Kelly. Isn't that interesting? No, I've been no. <laughs> I've been writing exclusively in Bobby's voice uh, recently. So. I write in his body. <laughs> there's there's um, a, a lot of weird like crutches that young comics use, and then eventually you just kind of realize it's completely unnecessary. Uh, I was definitely guilty of the fucking Dane Cook hands. Sure, fucking. Yeah. You know, you know what cops hate when you touch like the fucking hands thing. I used to. I see comics. I saw a comic do it the other day. He was a little older, and I felt like going, "Oh, you never grew out of that." Yeah, sad. It's, it's weird. Like eventually, you just kind of realize it's like, oh, why don't you just do it the way you would do it? Yeah, you know it, what I mean. Like you, just tell it like you would tell it. You You're a person. You need like, to get there first. Yeah. But it's well, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's one of those things where you just gotta like find your. I don't know. Finding your voice is like the hardest thing to say. Sometimes I like, oh, I found my voice, and then I'm like, I don't even know if that's my fucking voice. Yeah, I think what like what I'm saying about that. That's not even like finding. I think that's the first starting point to finding yeah. your voice is to like kind of you know like it, drop d- doing someone else. You know. How can we fuck with him? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's see. Because he's going to come back. We need to get him into a heated point. <laughs> he, and we'll just be like, oh, we told Women are evil. No, but then we got to just come up with like a thing that we all agree on. I, I mean, I was already there with the women are evil thing. I was <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's all say that we've been able to suck our dick and see if we can get him to say it is. 
Like, I don't think it's, that's going to work. Okay. I don't think Jared's no, bullshit. He's too, he's too, too smart overweight. for that. Yeah. Yeah. He's too fat. Maybe we're all pro-life. <laughs> no. we're, all, we're all really no. pro-life. Hey, we all put fingers up our ass when we jack off. All you right. guys don't do that? No. <laughs> okay, wait, what would be the perfect one? What would be the perfect one? I was, I was kind of into that one. Uh, Should we do that one? The thumb and the ass while jerking out. Just a nice, just a tip. Yeah. Okay, and you bring it up casually. I don't know why I say it like he's I'm convincing my ass. You bring it he's up casually, go and I'll this. just chime in, and Joe, we'll all chime in together. Just no confidence. He's not going to go for this. And then what's it going to be? I don't know. It's going to be something more uh, ethical. Let's just say. What's we, unethical about putting a finger we, up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> no, my body, my choice. I'd have to be like oh, a. Uh, Bobby Kelly is calling you right now. Oh, boy. oh, okay. oh shit. Just, yeah. Put on speaker. Thank you. <laughs> Bobby. Hello? Are you watching? Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching. And you guys are whispering in the microphones. <laughs> hey, Bobby, uh, we'll call you right back. Hey, what were you what were you talking about right before this? That I thought was interesting. Uh, what were we on? Thumbs in our butts. Thumbs oh, yeah, butts. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we've all done that, Bobby. Isn't that crazy? Have you ever done that, Bobby? I heard you. Set this up, dumb dumb. Hey, fuckface, he just got back in the room and the setup was happening right now. And if you heard us set us up, why wouldn't you join in and be a part of the fucking gag? Oh, shit, sorry. Because <laughs> 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 sometimes when you use the word dumb dumb, it's accurate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like how much better you are hosting my show than I am. No, it's because no, I'm not better at hosting your show. But I am really having a. F I never get to hang out with comics I don't know, and so it's fun yeah. as fuck to be like to feel like right. it's like an open land. It's like a whole field of interesting <laughs> subjects I, I can talk about. Yeah, but none of those guys would come on when I asked them. But when you were hosting, they all came on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm paying them all. I've done the show with well, you, Bobby. You're doing a great job. I've been watching to the last guy. It's riveting. Hey, Joe, want to speak up a little bit? <laughs> I've had some great lines, buddy. Okay. I knew you were going to say that. Um, all right. I love you, buddy. You're the best. I love you, too, Bobby. I'll talk to you later, buddy. I think that was for me. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got to get going. I have to. I have fucking upfronts. Me too, but anyways, we all jerk off with our thumbs in our ass. How about you, Jared? I've had a woman put her thumb in my ass, and it felt like... I'm um, taking that 50% victory for us right there. We got, a, we got a thumb in the ass out of it. I, I Wait, you had a woman? Why would she put her thumb like she was hitchhiking? Maybe it was her index, to be honest. Yeah, sorry. I can't hang with you guys. You ever hear one of my favorite jokes of all time? Gary Shenling. Because every time I have sex with my wife, she always yells the same thing. Not in the ass. And I'm always like, honey, it's my thumb and my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Shandling's fucking That's talented. Yeah, I'd like it. to see more of him. I he's got to be like 70-something now. He's dead, isn't he? <laughs> no, <laughs> he can't be 70. I bet he's 60s, though. Um, Early 60s. Oh, so are you guys going to keep going when I leave? No, I got to no. go, too. I gotta, okay. uh, Do you guys want to all plug stuff real quick? Grab your phones. Talk about your dates. Guys, I'll be on another podcast in an hour. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. That's literally all I have. <laughs> Do I podcast so goddamn much? Yeah, yeah, Legion of Skanks last night, this today. I have another it, podcast By the way, it'll ruin, you, it'll ruin you for road radio. Like... Like when you go do Bob and Tom, it's not like a podcast. And they just want to shtick yeah. like well, radio it's, it's, thing. Well, they want you know. It's one of the things. It's a different muscle. I remember first doing Rogan's podcast, thinking I was having to, going to have to do bits, and I just got on and we just kind of rambled, and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome." And then you go and do you go and do 
like real press, like, and they they want they still want bits. Dude, road radio is wrong. Uh, they're always like, "Go ahead, do your bits," and I'm like, "We uh, can just talk. It'll be super funny." There's nothing worse for a comic than doing your bit in some other capacity than stand up. Like, there's it's just it's made for that, yeah. not for like. A, it's you know. really beautiful though. Like, and I don't know, this might be dead. I don't know, but like, there was a period where you do radio and you do bits, but they didn't know you were doing bits, and they just thought you were the funniest person in the world <laughs> until you had to come back and you were like, you were like, did I mention my my black friend's name's imaginary and they're like what and like never mind <laughs> um let's promote anything to promote i have a podcast called Burtcast. check it out i got jim norton on last week i have uh um kurt braunholer on this week all you guys if you come out to la you're more than welcome to be on my podcast awesome please let me know when you come cool. out to la just hit me up and go hey i'm here i love to podcast because this was a fucking blast cool. i had a fucking blast doing this yeah, yeah. dude yeah, it was, I, I, i'm a big fan of yours no, nice this to is, fucking meet it's you, dude. cool that we it's what's what's cool is that everyone like there's no it was like everyone had their opinions and no one it was like no fucking glad ending it was just fucking fun because there's yeah, no yeah, fucking yeah, women yeah. here hey boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking cunts. bitches um <laughs> uh, what do you guys uh, any dates coming up i got an album called my brave battle it's on, yeah. on itunes please get it <laughs> I'll be in uh, Side Splitters in Tampa this weekend. And oh, really? then, uh, yeah. And, What's uh, this coming out? Not this week. Well, it's on TV, week. I thought. We're doing all this TV horse shit. Oh, yeah. For the, yeah. Bobby's yeah. watching. That's right. Is Bobby going to come out? I think so. <laughs> and then uh, May 7th to the 10th. Is that better? I'll be at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. That's come on out. That's a great out. club. That's yeah, a great it's club. It's one of my favorites. I love it. So come. Um, do you tour 10th. with John again at all? I did for a while, yeah. He's the best. I, I worked yeah. with him in Penguins in, uh, in Quad Cities. I'd never seen him before. Yeah. And I was like, it was like when I was probably young at headlining. Uh, maybe I was like 28, 29, maybe 30. And I just thought I was a monster. And I, I was, I was, uh, I was a monster hack, I think. But I was, I, I was just was, I was murdering. And I was fucking walked into the club and I met this little kid with glasses who looked like he's fucking rapeable, like just molestable. <laughs> and, and I was like, nice. watched him go on and he fucking like flamethrowed that room. And I was sat in the back and I was like, oh shit, I need to start writing. Like I was like fuck, and then I hung out with him all week. He didn't drink at the time. Yeah, he didn't do anything except fucked a porn star once, and he told me that story twice. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I, and then I had just hang out with him. And he was God. He's a fucking talented he's comic. Yeah, he just shot a pilot. It was unbelievable. Oh my God! What yeah, was the exciting. pilot's name, Nancy? It's called Tommy. <laughs> no, uh, he's muscular now. He's not a little boy looking. Kind he's of muscular. Anyway. Yeah. He's, got, he's got muscles now. He looks man. great, and uh, he's about to have a TV show. May seventh through 9th or tenth, I'm up stand up live. Uh, next week, I'm in House of Comedy in Minnesota. Then Levity Live in West Nyack, DC Improv, Chicago Helium, fucking Virginia Beach, Pittsburgh, Addison, Houston. The night before Addison. God bless. Go to burburbert.com. Um, I got Bobby's dates real quick. No, let's go. Let's wrap it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me read Bobby's dates. Yeah. Oh, these. Wow, look at this. Bobby is at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, April 24th. He's in Laugh Boston, May 15th-ish. He's at Salt Lake City at the 50 West Club, June 18th. The Treehouse, Sports Haven, New Haven, June 27th. August 7th, he's in Governors in Bohemia, New York. And August 8th, he's in Governors in Brokerage, Belmore, New York. And go to uh, bobbykelly.com or R. Kelly. What's R. He didn't Robert Kelly Live. Robert Kelly Live and buy his merchandise. I'm sure he has triple XLs. Nothing? Oh, my I guess man. I'll just own this. <laughs> <laughs> it's good seeing you guys. It's very truthful. Hey, yeah. thank you guys for doing this. Thank you for uh, letting me hang with you guys. I had Absolutely. a fucking blast. Like I said, if you're ever in L.A., yeah, everyone cool. hit me up. Come pod, 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 podcast. Um, all right. Yeah. In essence...
Anyone want to parting words? Oh, uh, I, I just love to plug up uh, Legion of Skanks. Check that out if you don't. We got. Um, oh, I'm going to try to get on. Yeah, uh, we, we'd love to. We were talking about that the other day. Uh, Lewis was telling me he was trying to get you on or whatever. So that'd be great. I, I watched the full episode with Sam Roberts when you guys had him. Oh yeah, it was fucking. That was. Uh, oh yeah, you were like in the chat room. I was at in one the point. chat room. At one point, we're like, "Fucking Bert Kreischer in our chat room right now." I was now. in the chat room because I was like, "Oh shit, I can chat." So I started live chatting, and then people started fucking hazing me, and I was like, "Fuck this! I don't need this." Popped <laughs> out. Um, yeah, and then, uh, but uh, I'm going to try to do it May sixth or seventh. Dude, that would be that would be awesome. We got uh, so we got um, Doug Benson uh, coming on this week, so we're excited oh, for that. We'd be really excited to get you on. Up. Yeah, so we're we're fucking uh, yeah. Check that show out if you guys uh, if you haven't already. It's a lot All of right. fun. All right, everyone, be good to your. Did everyone plug everything? Yeah, we got everything. Joe, I think so. We're good, okay. I'm good. All right, yeah. thank you guys for doing this. God bless America. If you're outraged, remember all emails go to Robert Kelly Live at gmail.com. I love you. Check, oh, add us all on Periscope. Do I have to hit stop record? It's not quite. Oh, so it's, it's I decide when this is over? Yeah, no, 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 the stop button. Stop, stop button. button. You know? And that's a wrap, bitches. You've been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty jobs. Check out riotcast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free.